guys. Welcome to the San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up show. You know, we had a really great time at the con, and we had an even better time reminiscing. So much fun that we went on and on and on. And two hours later, we were only halfway through the show. So we're taking the advice from our good friend at Toy Break, Aileen, and we're splitting the show into two episodes. We'll release the next episode in a few days. Just enough time for you to listen to this one and want more. So, as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 22. Take one. I've opened your toys. You make them feel nice. It sometimes helps, but not often. And the great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices have cried out in terror. Suddenly silence. And the great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices have cried out in terror. Hey, Toy fans, welcome back to finally uh, another episode not recorded a month ago, <laughs> put out a few <laughs> days ago. Yes, that's right. It is episode 22, our Comic-Con wrap-up a month later. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only a week after we put out the uh, the pre-show for Comic-Con. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie was like, what the fuck? A fucking pre-Comic-Con show a month after Comic-Con? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. That would be my fault because I screwed up the tracks and I was supposed to edit it while we were on the road and and then I was missing things and... I didn't have my shit together. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've learned that I I was going to process all the photos and everything <clears throat> to have them ready for the post. And I learned I just, I don't like to do, uh, I would say, work stuff. But I mean, this isn't really work. Um, but I like to read, play video games, and listen to podcasts and watch movies on the road. And that's pretty much about it. I can't ever you know, do anything that I don't consider a pastime. That's yeah. it. I can't do anything that I have to actively do, you know? Yeah. I don't like to do things in the car that require effort, like digging my laptop out of my car, or car, out of my backpack, which is, like, packed. <laughs> <laughs> So we apologize about all the delay. We're going to get back on track. So this is going to be the Comic-Con wrap-up. We'll do a, a G.I. Joe-Con wrap-up next weekend. And then uh, hopefully uh, everything should work out. We should be back recording a regular show in two weeks. So we have it out a month later. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be back on track this this one should go out tonight we're recording this on monday or not tonight should go out tomorrow we're recording this on monday right you're going to be able to get it edited tomorrow night yeah all right Along with doing all your shopping for you <laughs> just kidding yeah no i'm gonna get it edited i was gonna say i'm gonna be spending three hours catching up on all the grocery shopping so all right. Well, <laughs> enough of the exciting talk <laughs> and the apologies. Uh, this is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of, <laughs> of the 80s <laughs> and all time. And those are Mrs. McFavorite. Star Wars. 
G.I. Joe, Transformers, and He-Man. Or Masters of the Universe. Or Masters. Oh, that's technical. right. I'm sorry. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Yeah. See. Sorry. I tell people I work Masters in the Universe and they give me the <laughs> deer in headlights look. And then I say He-Man. They're like, oh. There you go. Well, that's, I guess, see, there you go. We're catering to, we should just start saying He-Man or Masters of the Universe. Should be that fancy guy in little mantis. <laughs> <laughs> And a loincloth. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can uh, reach us by posting on our blog at openyourtoys.com. You can email Mrs. McFavorite at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. I took my glasses off so I can't see. Sorry. What if I've said how they can contact you. Oh, I thought you already said you. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you can catch Slick at slickitopenyourtoys.com she she literally had to read that <laughs> she had to look at the show notes and read it off the show dude notes. i can't even remember people's twitter names like i'll go at reply them on my phone and then i'm like shit how do they say that i don't even know my own husband's app <laughs> like twitter screen name oh that's right because you just go do it on the web see if you used a twitter app then they have like built-in uh replies and retweets and stuff like that yeah, the last Twitter app I put on my phone, it freaked my phone out. <laughs> my phone was like, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, I think mine, I think mine screwed up my texting because uh, all my texting is working again, but it's still not working in my, in my Twitter app. But anyways, uh, speaking <sighs> of Twitter, you can reach me at Slick McFavorite. Or you can catch me at Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. I don't know why I still have slick mcfavorite up there that's uh the person uh we still haven't motivated and done a fan page or anything um but you can get to it at facebook.com slash open your toys or you can get me at facebook.com slash jessica spiller with one s and you can get me at jason spiller but i don't do shit with that one so it's pretty pointless definitely yeah, follow he... slick mcfavorite that's where my the twitter feed is hooked up to to the open your toys one mm -hmm. yeah so, uh, and then finally, our super cool voicemail that we, oh, shit, we made a hat, we may have had a voicemail. <gasps> I don't, oh, no, I forgot. It was like a solicitor's call. Oh, like, really? Yeah. No, we need to play those like everybody else ah. does because they're funny. <laughs> it was like one of those iMac, like, hello, you have been pre-selected to join. And so anyways, but you can reach <laughs> us at 720-235-TOYS. Yes, that's 720-235-TOYS. 8697. And if you don't like spelling shit out like I don't because our stupid fucking phones don't have the letters on them anymore. <laughs> oh, God, that is so annoying. Uh, it is 8697. Yeah, it's hilarious for me to try to, you know, be like, okay, A, B, C, D, E, F, you know. Oh, and I still don't get it right. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a pretty shitty night for what we're drinking, unfortunately. What are you drinking, Mrs. McFavorite? The remnants of this weekend. <laughs> I have got a half drink, uh, pretty... All flat. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's flat blue moon uh, with a twist of Smirnoff vodka. <laughs> no, not Smirnoff. Don't, don't oh, give me no, that much credit. <laughs> McCormick's vodka. Smirnoff is what I drink in my little dollar shooters. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm going with the premium beer from the Plank Road <laughs> Brewery. That's right. We're, I'm drinking a 24 of Red Dog. 
That's right. Three dollars for three twenty-four ounce cans. That's three dollars a six pack right there. Can't beat that. Uh, I was actually drinking better beer this weekend and then spent too much money, so yeah. went cheap style. I was drinking really good beer. I had a Sam Adams cherry wheat, oh, which yeah. is my favorite beer. And I had the I uh, Summit Horizon Red Ale. That was very, very good red. That's what we were drinking, and now <laughs> we're drinking crap. Crap. <laughs> well, my blue moon's still good. It's just flat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Freaking motherfucking San Diego Comic Con wrap up a oh, month later. So much fun. I still talk about it, dude. Dude, it was ridiculous. Me? It was so much fun. A big reason why the podcast didn't get out even after, even we're talking about the pre show, let alone getting the San, San Diego, the wrap up. up of this year is that ever since we got home from comic-con it's been non-stop dude i've been knocked out like i usually stay up i don't have to get up until eight for for work so i'm usually up until like two or three most nights he's falling asleep before me dude i've been and I go knocked to bed at 10. out ever <laughs> since like you know uh it seemed like i'd caught up and then joe con hit and we did kind of the same thing up you know, well, first thing and out every day till midnight. And so what was it? We came home from Comic-Con. Then it was the birthday bash. The birthday bash was the next week. So nothing but cleaning the house and getting everything ready for that. And then the next weekend was Joe Con, wasn't it? No, Joe no. Con was uh, two weekends. What weekend? We went. Did we go camping? No, we haven't been camping since we're back. Shit. We don't know. It's That's how busy, busy we hell. were. <laughs> it's been crazy, but we were fun. I met Seth Green. Oh, the next weekend was when my uncle was in town. So we did <gasps> oh, all the family stuff Friday right. and Saturday. and So anyways, into Comic-Con. All right. So uh, we did the same thing we did at BotCon. Drove straight through 16 hours to the big SD. Um, it I was, did a lot better this time. Yeah, it was a lot easier this time. I don't know if we were just more well-rested because we had been sleeping uh, pretty well leading up to that. Um, but yeah, it, it went a lot quicker, it seemed. You drove much more than you did the first time, which I'm yeah, greatly I appreciated. I'll never live that down. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Driving three of the 16 hours? Psh. <laughs> <laughs> We got about 30 minutes sleep here and there. <laughs> uh, so we got in. Um, we weren't able to check into our hotel. Uh, the, the Del Mar Stakes or whatever the hell they call it, the horse racing, uh, one of the major events for horse racing. Oh, was We're there. in town and, and we like, were staying in Del Mar, essentially. It was right down the road. And so. I love it. The front desk guy, he's like, yeah, we got the Delmar, whatever. And he's like, and if you hadn't heard, Comic-Con's in town. And we're like, yeah, it's what we're here for. Yeah. He's like, oh, so you have, and you're trying to check in early. Okay. So how are you doing? <laughs> so we sat in the lobby for, for well, maybe an hour. Yeah. We got a hold of Dan. And uh, so we met up with my friend Dan Chizé, uh that uh, he's been out in uh, San Diego, I think, since he got out of school. And uh, 
we visited him once, not we, uh, my best friend and I visited him once a, a while back and kind of lost contact, uh, caught up with him on Facebook. And then, uh, so it was great. He knew we were coming out. We let him know. Uh, we went and ate lunch at a great little, like, Irish bar grill. Like Quote, the, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a, a strip shopping center. So that was cool. Um, got into our room. We, of course, got to, um, got to preview night late. So that kind of sucked. And then uh, we did the... Uh, really unintelligent thing because we probably could have gotten really close parking you know where mark showed us mm -hmm. on wednesday night you know late night after you know the where show did we, even park? Start. we parked at uh the oh, meters and took the bus. yeah and oh. took the bus and remember it was so backed up it took us 20 minutes so if you've never been to comic-con essentially the whole downtown area all the hotels kind of team up and they all like work together and they put stops at most of the major hotels and uh and shuttles run there there's like five different routes different colors the buses come every 15 minutes it works really really well except for when you approach the convention center because i don't know how many buses they have running on each route but it literally takes you 15 minutes from the time you hit downtown at peak times you know the start of the con the end of the con it takes you 15 minutes to get like th through one single light to be able to like pull up to the convention center well there there's that main the train tracks where the trolley's at mm -hmm. the trolley's bad the because they always let the trolley gets precedence over everybody and then the then the mass of like a million people crossing the train tracks get precedence and then they're like oh we've got cars that want to go through too oh yeah i forgot about those <laughs> so and of course they won't let you out you know like literally if you could just get out of the bus right there it'd be perfect you could make it across in one minute but, but they uh, don't let you off the bus <laughs> for safety concerns, obviously. But um, so we made it there late. By the time we got to preview night, um, the Mattel line was already super long. So I didn't. That was one of the things because of the Masters of the Universe art book was going to be in so, so much demand. I wanted to get there first thing for that. So we didn't get that. Um, we met up with my friend Mark. That's uh, um, that was one of the cool things. A, a guy that I used to hang out with in Albuquerque. Uh, he's lived in San Diego for quite a while. He's he's best friends with my friend Dan Shea. Um, he lives out there and he goes to Comic Con every year. I he guess he lives like six blocks from downtown. Yeah, or I mean, something. Like yeah, that. I, well, I mean, we drove for quite a while. It's just we never got on any highways or anything. So well, it, that's seems why it seems like he so lives close. close. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so we met up with him. He was kind of calling the shots on the Mattel line and he got in so quick. I should just had him wait in line cuz he ended up waiting in line for us anyways. But uh so uh we really didn't do any exclusive shopping. Hasbro wasn't selling their stuff yet, I don't think. You had to pick up tickets like you did last year. Um, so we just kind of wandered around again. Can you think of anything that we bought that night? That night? No, we, um, I tried to do the green lanterns and that line was fucked. Like, no, didn't they already cap that one? Yeah. That's what they I was saying. It. Yeah. They, I mean, and that's a, in the masters of the universe one, I, 
I don't think it, or Mattel, I don't think it was capped yet, but it was too freaking long. So, yeah, preview night was kind of a wash for us, and the same thing happened. I mean, we got there about it. We got there no, about last 7 year. o'clock, but we still didn't yeah. get to really do anything. We missed yeah. all of the hard-to-get exclusives, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So, But at, that sa- at the same time, after we, – we got to walk around mm-hmm. a little bit, but that was about it. It was it was pretty freaking packed yeah, compared, to, compared last year. to last year. And there I was mean, a lot of people there last year. We got there literally at like seven forty-five, and it closed at eight or so. We got there like 15 minutes before it closed and they're like, get out. And we're like, Nope <laughs> <laughs> running through. And it was completely empty. Yeah. It, I like walked in there. I was like, this is great. And the next day I was like, holy shit. But this year it was packed all the way until, all the way, through. Yeah, all the mean, way until they like started like cattling doing us. Doing the sweep. <laughs> yeah. That, the, the great security there. What they do is, uh, again, I'm sure even if you haven't gone, you've probably seen pictures. So their exhibit hall is this ridiculous thing. And it's just is literally lane after lane, after lane, after lane. I, we should i should probably do the math on the numbers and i could tell you how many lanes there are well what they do at the end of the night they start from the back of the hall and they put two security guards in each lane and they just walk down the lanes and they whether you're a vendor or or no it's if you're not a vendor they just are just like if you're not a vendor get the hell out they're just like go you can't stand here you can't be here because we were we were george and aileen we were saying hi to them and everything and they're like like, like, you gotta go you gotta go you gotta go Well, that was the craziest thing is that what we found out from george and aileen is that the vendors only get like (sighs) another half an hour or 20 minutes or something Yeah. yeah to pack all your shit up and get out at the same time as they want everybody else out and it's if I was a vendor, I would be pissed. I'd be like, I just paid you $3,000 for a shitty little booth. I will take my time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was kind of crazy. But they don't have a shitty little booth. I was just saying. <laughs> hey, in your little notes of what we did, did you write down what we did at night? Uh, that night we went to Bennigan's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, our friend Dan is a... a bartender extraordinaire at a Bennigan's down there. It was, it was freaking ridiculous when we were in there. I mean, it was like a hardcore Bennigan's. If you don't know, it's a bar grill. It's, it's basically like shenanigans in waiting. From waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and their fucking bar area was like a club. I mean, it was standing yeah. room only. And dude, this guy just no sweat. It was amazing to watch him do his thing. It was crazy. And and Dan is a very dry, very dry. He's funny as hell, but it's very straight. It's almost like Bender. You know, yeah. he's never really telling a joke. It's just what he says and, and its People delivery like, is hilarious. But it was he's great. It was hilarious to see him like all smiling and every like you never see Dan really like, you know, putting on the you know ultra friendly mm-hmm. routine and it was cool to see him serving everybody so we got uh we got free drinks we got free dinner that was kick ass thanks dan thanks dan um and uh so that was the end of wednesday thursday we actually did pretty good on getting there we were we only got there 
Yeah, no, we got there at about nine thirty. Yeah, and I and we only got there at nine thirty because I thought they opened at nine. So I so we what got. What time did they open? They opened at nine thirty. So we, I <laughs> we thought we were half an hour late, and we were actually on time. Um, uh, so Thursday, and then that was your twilight day, right? Thursday was twilight day. Oh Jesus! So why don't I'll get into my stuff? Why don't all right? So we get so, there. We get there, and it's it's a big walk to get there because we were like, what would you say about three three maybe four blocks? Three oh, blocks? Oh no, we were half a mile to a mile. I mean that was okay, a ten so fifteen minute walk. I have. Day no concept of <laughs> distance yeah it it didn't seem that long but anyway so we get there in this long walk and you can just see the crowd just like oh oh God. and and just to key everybody into almost every well mark was every day and then kenya was kenya kenya, kenya she she got every she got the the full-time pass and she went she didn't go wednesday sun- thursday she went half a day Friday. She couldn't go Saturday because she was working, and then she went half a day Sunday. No, I don't think she went Sunday. I think she went Sunday. Did she? Okay. Oh. Anyway, maybe but anyway, she didn't. So, so um, Mark joined us every day, and, yeah. and he was really, what we would do is we would go park at Mark's house, and then we would carpool in with him because he knew all the back roads and everything. And we would split the we would split the parking, and the parking was ultra cheap that way. Yeah, yeah, everything like that. So we're hustling and bustling, getting up there, like ah, we're trying to get there on time and everything. <laughs> so by the time that we actually get up there, we walk around to the back of the convention center because Mark knew how to get in to the doors without having to stand in the line that people were like open, open, open. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, so by the time I met up with Aileen um, and got out to the line for Twilight, which was all the way around the convention center and back behind it by the Hyatt, and it was wrapped around this little green belt that ran along the pier. <laughs> Dude, it was ridiculous. In this one section across from the hall, it's it was, kind of yeah. like a waiting area almost. This one section Holds four to five thousand people. Yeah, it's by itself. It's the green right outside Hall H, which yeah. is where which is where it's at. Hall H is a sixty five hundred person um, hall, and so they said that the this little green area was about four thousand people. There were people already lining up on Tuesday night yeah. for this, so they went through all the preview night there. So finally, we're at Thursday, and it's and it's not like it was the it's not like the panel is first thing Thursday. The panel is one forty-five in the afternoon on Thursday. Yeah. So Aileen and I joined her friends in in the Twilight Line at about nine forty-five, maybe ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I I like what I put on my picture on Facebook is that we're like number five thousand six hundred and thirty three or something <laughs> like that. But the line went really quickly. Like those Well not three, really quickly. You got well, in at what twelve thirty? The three and a half hours went by really oh, quickly. Oh, you're just saying the you time know, went we, by quickly. We chilled, okay. had a good time and everything like that and uh and there was there was some points where we were like, oh god, are we gonna get in? <laughs> like they were like, seriously, last year we got in line at like ten thirty, and we were over there in the green yeah. where the first four thousand people were. They're like, this line is stupid. 
And so the line went, and we got in, and I got to see some really cool previews to movies before that, and then we saw Twilight. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big thing at the con this year, is that Twilight ruined the con. Because by putting it in the afternoon like that, there were a lot of great panels that probably yeah. wouldn't have been so hard to get into, you know, it, you know, things like Disney 3D and and yeah, all of those, the Alice in Wonderland, Final Destination, all of those. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, a lot of the major studio releases that are coming up, but you couldn't get into them because of everybody kind of hoarding up for Twilight, and that's you know, unfortunately, that's what you got to do. They don't clear the rooms, so. You need to get in line as early as you possibly can and wait for it if yeah. that's what you really want to do. It's the same thing for the Iron Man one. Yeah. People were guaranteed it was probably the same situation, but for Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. So, so but maybe it was... maybe it was Kevin Smith. It was pretty crazy <laughs> to be uh, to be Jessica-less um, because Mark didn't even join me for my panels. Mark was oh, doing his own thing yourself. with Kenya. Yeah, yeah. We 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 did the the attempt at walkie talkies and yeah. nobody heard each other. Yeah, we tried to use a uh, little two way radios and yeah, those don't work. At least not our cheap ass ones that we own. So, uh, cell phone was definitely the best means of communications you had service everywhere i think mark didn't have service in some areas but um so that was essentially jessica's whole day right there (laughs) yeah it was my whole day but i i got to see some i oh the upset of the decade was i missed johnny depp by 10 oh fucking minutes Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, uh, for so the Alice pissed. in Wonderland, he came up, but he was only up there for like thirty yeah, seconds. It's that, not like he. That's sat the thing on the is that I didn't even anything. know. Like I heard that Johnny Depp showed up somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, that sucks! I can't believe I missed Johnny Depp." And then I heard that he was in Hall H, and I was like, "What?" And it turned out that like, uh, he, that that um that panel was but like ten fifteen minutes before, um the other panels that we got into uh-huh so it was like ah and so i went out on youtube and i looked it up and he was he was on stage for like 30 seconds he said like two things yeah exactly so it's one of those things where like ah i wish i would have been able to be there to see johnny depp because he's never anywhere because he's mr privacy which is really cool because i think it's really neat that he does that but at the same time i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah and if you didn't know um we I recorded the G.I. Joe panel, but of course the segments are too uh, too long for me to YouTube, so I'm going to have to do some editing. So who knows when I'll put that up. But uh, um, we have pictures up on the web now of both last year and this year, as well as uh, I have videos of all the cases at all the big toy booths. Um, but Comic-Con doesn't have a ban on recording, at least for most panels. Um, some panels where they're showing you actual video footage of upcoming premieres or movies won't allow you to film during that time. Mm-hmm. But besides that, you can film almost all panels almost all the time. Yeah, that's um, fair game. So if you're, if you're interested, I'm sure there's massive amounts of these uh panels on youtube if you want to go out there and watch them um 
so that was Mrs. McFavorite's day, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made it over to uh, Hasbro G.I. Joe, which, of course, the freaking uh, Twin Towers, the or not Twin Towers, <laughs> the Hobbit panel was before it. So th- this Hobbit panel was like packed. So I got in line for that. And, uh, and I did good, like... As it went through, they were letting more people in and stuff like that, and I was really nice, and I let all the Hobbit people go. Uh, There were a couple wives there that said they were there for their husband, and I don't know what that meant, but so they were letting people they were they were (laughs) letting people in past them too, and then I was like, you know what? And then so once like everybody that was my line friends got in. Then it was mostly G.I. Joe people, and they're like, who are you here to see? And they're like, we're here for G.I. Joe, and they're like, well, there's space, and people started going in. So I was like, well, fuck that. I'm not going to stand in a, you know, I could be watching this panel about The Hobbit. I I don't hate Lord of the Rings, you know? Um, So eventually I got in. I saw some of the last-minute stuff. The people that did the designs for The Hobbits... Um, it's like Weta Works, W-E-T-A-W-O-R-K-S. I think they're Australian. It's simply freaking amazing. Amazing. You can tour their facilities if you go down there. Anyways, look it up at WetaWorks.com if you're interested. Uh, if I remember, I'll put a link in the show notes. But So I got in uh, really early for uh, G.I. Joe. Um, when it cleared out and it fucking cleared out after the they Hobbit. were like, and we're done. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to get front row at the, at the Hasbro. Um, that's why I was actually able to record it. Um, I still haven't checked the quality of the recording. If you're actually able to hear, you know, them talking and everything, but, uh, nothing really spectacular. Uh, lots of stuff we had already seen. Um, Oh, crap. I can't believe I'm going to have to control click all these. Um, Probably, and this is what we're going to do is kind of just talk about our favorite things instead of, I'm sure a month later, you guys have all heard most of the news from the panels. So uh, just going to talk about a few of our favorite things that we saw. That um, you saw. Or that I saw. again. I was in Hall Yep. Uh, <laughs> these were all me. So uh, one of the cool things is is a Leatherneck with a Tiger Claw ATV. And when they first said Tiger Claw, I wasn't looking at the screen. And I was like, yes, because I love my Tiger Claw repaint. Tiger and- <laughs> in the original line and unfortunately it is not a cool tiger repaint it's just a kind of army looking one with some ugly yellow on it um, but it is a retool of the ferret so I like that uh, they took the missiles away that shot the tires and actually put steps and gave it this ridiculously large cannon um, but at least it looks like the cannons detachable and used separately uh, again being the Mrs. McFavorite rides an ATV, I'm kind of an ATV junkie, and so is she. So <laughs> so I like that little four-wheeler. That was probably my favorite thing from the panel. Again, it was it was half toys. Um, and then we'll talk about this at uh, JoeCon wrap-up, but they showed a hell of a lot more at JoeCon. And they, they even... I think they even mentioned that in the panel that they're going to be showing a lot more at JoeCon. Same thing with like BotCon. Hasbro showed more stuff at BotCon than they did at Comic-Con. Which makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I just don't know why they didn't show this all of the same stuff. You know, there was yeah, because we the, didn't the get the crowd at JoeCon was not a Comic Con crowd. <laughs> yeah, nope. Mrs. McFavorite got the got the taste of what um, what BotCon was like last year. You mm-hmm. know, In if, JoeCon, JoeCon, but we'll save that for JoeCon wrap up. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so next up at 10.30 p.m. was the Hasbro Transformers uh, panel. This was in the same room, so you had a lot of people, a lot of the same people in there for that. Uh, Did you really go to all of these while I was in comp, while I was... Yeah. No, the ones with the star. This is my plan oh, of what okay. I wanted to go to and then what I actually went to. So. Okay. Um, so again, we talked about it during the BotCon wrap up, but the animated blackout is something that I'm just ultra excited for his robot, this big bulky ass, huge, you know, torso heavy robot transforms into this very cool, uh, animated style, uh, helicopter. It's just amazing. Um, and then uh, the one thing that they did show us that was new was they showed us uh, new legends, and those are RC and Volt. So I know I've talked about it many a times. I am a legends junkie. I think the RC looks very cool, and the Jolt is kind of eh, but um, I was kind of excited about those. Uh, as far as, uh, and after that, so what else did I do that? I think I started and uh, started doing my exclusive shopping at that point. Um, went around and, and I checked all the different exclusive booths. Again, uh, when we got in, I was able to get in before all of this and I went and checked all the lines. So we got there right as it opened. Mrs. McFavorite went and did Twilight. When I first got there, I checked all the exclusive lines. I, the Hallmark Trooper 2-pack. I'm a big Shadow slash Black Hole Trooper fan. And Mrs. McFavorite's favorite troopers are the Shock Troopers. So what did Hallmark have? A San Diego Comic-Con exclusive 2-pack of a Shadow Trooper and a, a shock, trooper. <laughs> shock Trooper. Well, those were ridiculous. They were sold out every... They had a certain allotment every day, like 25. And they were sold out before... Like, there was enough people in line that, uh, that they were pretty much sold out before it even opened. They even came and got security guards. Arnie talked about this because they were... They had press badges, so they were able to get in early. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about how they came in and cleared the line and then everybody just kind of milled about like oh i'm not in a line i'm not in a line i'm looking at this stuff i'm looking at this stuff and they just like made them disperse you know they're like you cannot be they're waiting. like get out and then of course like right in the middle of it the door they're like oh the doors are open and boom everybody just lined right back up you know all the mm. vendors and professionals and stuff so that's kind of shitty that, that you know that that happens but to each their own Oh, I didn't really get to talk about my toilet. I just got to talk about the line. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought so you... now I'm in Hall H. Okay. <laughs> no, the Twilight panel was actually really, really fun. They showed two clips from N- New Moon, and I'm excited about it. And uh, I was the the lackluster cast was there. <laughs> They that that was the first time I'd ever been to a, a massive panel like that, 
and to see the people not happy to be there it was rather quite frustrating yeah that really that really set the tone for the twilight cast and me liking any of them (laughs) (laughs) but it was a lot of fun it it was great to hear all the tweens go at everything like taylor lautner smiled and everybody's freaked out (laughs) rob pattinson brushed his hair ran his fingers through his hair and they're like oh my god it was funny but it was so much fun and i was it was it was a great group of people that i was with to enjoy it it was a lot of fun and i can't wait to do it again next year oh so uh so after the twilight panel um i got to we, see avatar yeah <laughs> she uh we did some we did some exclusive shopping and uh my friend mark and i and then uh he wanted to try to get in to see iron man 2 which was it went twilight avatar then iron man 2 iron right? man 2 was saturday was it either friday or saturday it wasn't thursday oh then why why did we have you stay in there? What was Avatar. he trying? Oh, that's he right. He was trying to get into Avatar. I'm pretty sure Iron Man was after it, but anyways. Iron Man oh, was no, before Kevin Smith. Oh no, you're right because you're right. Let's see. If I, I have know it. my Comic Con. How about you, Slick? <laughs> you're right. It is Saturday. Sorry. Well, I didn't get to see it. That's why. <laughs> but uh, um, so we, he wanted to go see the Avatar. So we had her wait in there to save us some seats. And there was just no getting into it. He had been at him and Kenya had been uh, had been in line for what two and a half hours, three hours at oh, the point that we called it quits. Yeah, I mean, oh, I just she, went yeah, I in she after. Was yeah, I just went in line after my shopping and stuff, and they had been in line for a while. So. I sat in there for I sat in there for almost 40, an hour. Yeah, yeah. She was saving seats, and they eventually told her you can't save it. No, they didn't seats. tell me anything. That a oh, girl they just pushed. pushed her way in like walked all over me like put her hand in my chest and everything and that's when i left (laughs) yeah she was pretty mad that we were making her wait in (laughs) i wasn't mad about that i was mad that the security guard like let her do that and then i looked at him and he's like what yeah (laughs) so we went and did uh more shopping after that um didn't do any of the big ones like we should have of but uh um then we left we hung out with uh mark for a while we went Mm -hmm. to back to his pad um um dan was free that night so he was going to come meet us for some dinner well we didn't realize that dan didn't want to eat so he was just coming to meet us for some dinner uh we tried some places down in little italy and and couldn't get into any of them Without like an hour and a half wait because yeah. the Comic-Con was eating dinner down in Little Italy. Yeah, I mean, essentially Little Italy is on the outskirts of downtown. So it is one place that either through the shuttle system mm-hmm. or just by walking you can get to that actually will have very good food. Um, so luckily Mark was kind of a genius and he's like, well, let's just get this pizza that they had there was uh, supposed to be like the best in town, so he's like, "Let's just get this pizza. We'll get we'll get some beers, and then we'll just go eat it at a park or something." Because what we're doing is we're trying to get back for the trick or treat screening, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. So Dan meets us down there. We get a pizza ordered. We get some booze. We get some beer, and uh, we. Uh, it's amazing if you know what to tell 
parking people down there, what you can do is in the back of the convention center, there's this real little area for parking. There's a Joe's Crab Shack back there, which they always have someone monitoring the lot. So if you're not eating at Joe's Crab Shack, your car will get towed. But there's also metered parking back there that is supposedly for this outdoor music festival or outdoor music area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when you go up, they don't want to let you back there. And so you have to pull up and they're like, where are you going? If you say Comic-Con, they'll just be like, nope, there's no parking. Turn around. But if you know to say you're going to Joe's Crab Shack or whatever that venue Mm -hmm. was, then they'll let you through. And so he knew to say that. So they let us through. So we parked right at the back of Comic-Con, right right behind. Uh, We sat there in the park. And this park is on this little peninsula. It's in the bay. So it's almost completely surrounded by water. I mean, it was gorgeous. This pizza was some of the best pizza I've ever Uh. had. I wish I could remember the name of the place that we went. Yes. We just stopped at so many places. Like I lost Pasquini's track. Squeenies sounds right, but I think that might be uh, somewhere in Albuquerque that mm-hmm. I'm remembering. But what was amazing, I had never had salami on a pizza before. Oh my God. Like hard salami, so not good. like sandwich salami, like hard salami on a pizza. Oh God, with all the cheese and everything, it it was. It was probably one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Yeah. We sat there and took shots. We got a uh, uh, Dan brought a nice little uh, some San Diego's finest with him. You know, so we sat there and we smoked and we drank and we Dan Dan kind of had this semi date that we talked him out of, so he'd go to the movie with us. <laughs> so we just had an amazing like dinner, and then we went and watched Trick or Treat, and Trick or Treat was so fucking good. It was. It was really good. The parts that I saw because I was so fucked up, I fell asleep. <laughs> Did you fall asleep? During it was it? hot in that hall. It was. And I yeah, was like... slam hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, a, it's a horror movie very much in the vein of like 80s and 90s horror movies. Um, uh, or I shouldn't say 80s and 90s, but 80s horror movies where they're really making fun of themselves. It, it breaks that fourth wall quite often, you know, where the character stares into the camera and winks or, you know, and shit like that. Yeah. And it, it's very much, uh, um, I hesitate to say creep show because creep show doesn't, well, I guess it does kind of tie them all together, but it takes four different stories and it ties them all together back into the timeline and just, great it was it was really good um you may have heard of this it's been at comic-con the last two years there's been promotions for it last year there was trick-or-treat stuff this year the some of the big bags you know they give you these massive bags the five and a half foot tall bags yeah they're literally poster bags there it's the it's the size of a movie poster on both sides you know um, that they sewed together and put a handle on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it just never has found distribution. You know, they, they've hyped it and hyped it and hyped it and no one's ever wanted to put it out. Well, unfortunately, it's, it's going to, it's, well, fortunately, it's finally coming out, but it's going to go straight to DVD. It's not going to be in the Aww. theaters. Yeah. So that's why I really wanted to see it there because at least we kind of got to see it on a big screen you know we got to see it in a large auditorium on a large screen 
and it was it was just funny as hell it was a great horror movie um so keep an eye out for that i assume that's coming out sometime around halloween i thought they said if it's coming out this year and they don't release it around halloween i think that'd be a big mistake but um so look for that it's called trick-or-treat all right, I think uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We've been yapping mm. for a long-ass freaking time we'll here. we'll head into Friday. Yeah, we'll be right back, kids. During the spookiest time of the year, there are a few guidelines all ghosts and goblins should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a stranger's house. And never go out alone. <laughs> sorts of things room free sorry all these traditions wait wait what you're supposed to keep it lit why ancient tradition putting on costumes i look like i'm five you look great what did we do now we meet our dates jack-o-lanterns why are we here to pay our respects to the dead the halloween school bus massacre Started to protect us, but. Morning, guys. How are you doing down there? Hiding bodies? <laughs> Nowadays, no one really cares. This one's the lit. What is that? It's them. guys all right on to friday the official star wars day at comic-con and it didn't feel like an official star wars day at comic-con yeah all they do all it means is most of the star wars panels are on that day and essentially they're all in the same room they it starts off with hasbro and it just goes through an ass load of them um all i was really interested was the hasbro panel uh, this is also the day of the Star Wars breakfast, and uh, and Mark. This is one of Mark's like main thing. Mark likes talking to the like celebrities, like that's his big thing is seeing and meeting and talking to celebrities essentially. And uh, so he's done the Star Wars breakfast for like the last seven years, and he knows all of the mainstays, you know. Uh, Lucas's assistant and Steve Sansweet and all of that. So, uh, so he was there 
butt crack of dawn, 6.30 in the morning for the breakfast. Um, yeah, after uh, Friday night. Yeah, right? after uh, staying, up, night. Yeah, staying up till like 1 o'clock watching that movie. And uh, he actually sat with Arnie and Marjorie from Star Wars Action News. I thought that was, I was asking him like, yeah, you know, this is what they look like. Oh, they were sitting at my table, man. And so that was kind of cool. Um, uh, so he normally it, it goes to about nine o'clock, but it I guess it ended. Arnie and Marjorie even said this. It ended pretty quick, like seven forty-five, eight o'clock. They were done. Oh wow! So then he started working his magic. Uh, Mark doesn't quite believe in uh, lines. You know, he he believes that if you know and can get, you know in somewhere or ahead of somebody by, you know, any means necessary than he does. So he, he sweet talks people, you know, he'll sneak in places. He, he told, he's told us how he's just blatantly cut in line and no one's had enough balls to tell him not to do it, you know? And so, um, so he was working the back door and he got in pretty early and uh, he called and he offered, you know, we were we were running a little bit late, of course, um, because, again, we parked we parked uh, at like the outskirts of downtown and rode the shuttle in where we stayed last year. And of course, we missed the bus by like, what, three minutes you know, we, oh yeah, the was bus pulling was pulling away. away as we were coming around the block. As we, like we yeah, were following we were, it around the block to park. Yeah. <laughs> so that literally cost us forty minutes by missing that bus because it was twenty minutes till the next bus, and then of course you had all the crap to get in. Um, so he was nice enough to start standing in uh, the Mattel line for us, and um, and so. We said, well, we want to go to the Hasbro Star Wars panel. Are you cool? And he's like, yeah. So we went to the panel. Um, well, he started standing in line when we didn't think we were going to make the panel. Because I thought if we showed up five minutes late, we actually showed up 15 minutes late for it. Um, and, I, and I figured we wouldn't get in. But we got in. Yeah. Well, he had a friend meeting him there to use Kenya's pass for that half a day. Yeah. Like until she got off work and could come. And so he, uh, we were in the panel and I had my phone turned off like a good panelist. And, and I know, like I looked down and I've got like five missed calls or something. And he's texting me. He's like, my friend's here. I need to go get him. You need to come down. Yeah, wasn't one and of those like, dude. So <laughs> yeah. He was just like, what the fuck? I'm trying to do you a, a solid here and I like I say and I just you're doing me a flaccid over here <laughs> yeah. so we we cut out of there about uh, 15 we didn't stay for the Q&A we stayed yeah. for the whole presentation we didn't stay for the Q&A uh, caught up to him got in line for Mattel ultra cool that he did that I mean literally I had to wait in line for like 45 minutes and he had waited in line for like two hours for me so thank you, Mark, if you're going to listen to this or if you're listening to this. I, I really, really appreciate it. I'm sorry. Uh, we appreciate it. I appreciate it because I didn't have to stand in that line. <laughs> I did um, it last year, though. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, did you go directly to Big Bang Theory to start waiting in line for that? Yeah. 
Okay, so from there you went to Big Band Theory. I hung out and I got all of my Maddie stuff. Um, oh no, I stood in line with you. We went. Oh, that's what we did. Um, I stood in line with you the whole time till we checked out at Mattel. You pulled off to the side because you were gonna try to find that check-in place mm-hmm. where you can check your bags so you don't. Have oh to carry yeah, 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 yeah. Five hundred. Yeah. Big ass Mattel shopping bags. Yeah, around. that's right. Oh yeah, you did hang out with me and for Maddie because you got yeah. some stuff too. Well, yeah, and I was on the phone with Regina and through the entire line and and even while we were checking out, and then you were like, "Really, you're still on your phone at the register?" And I'm like, "I have to go now." <laughs> oh, and I fucking and I totally forgot. I found a piece of paper where I wrote his screen name down as like Dina or it wasn't Dana. It might have been. I didn't Kenna. catch it. I was on the phone. The guy that was in line behind me. So while she was talking to her freaking or texting her friend. No, I whole, wasn't texting. I was actually oh, talking, were you talking to her. Oh, okay. I was talking <laughs> to this guy and uh, he uh, he's a big He-Man fan. He's on He-Man.org and crap, I should have. I still haven't gone through all, all a lot of my shit. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, it turns out that this guy did did the artwork for the seventh kingdom figures that the four horsemen put out which is like simply amazing so it was really cool to talk to him i guess he had already gone through the line once and already had a uh art book so uh i was like "Eh, how about some scans of that wink wink nudge nudge say no more but uh he was a say no more (laughs) he was a really cool guy to talk to i still got to get on heman.org and and say what's up and he was a good line buddy for the time we were at mattel yeah um so we got all the exclusives i went to go look for the check place and i couldn't find it and i ran to big bang theory because i was i was afraid because that show's really big yeah and I got there, and it was a line. Oh, it was a line. <laughs> it wasn't Hall H, but it was a line. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that Comic-Con, a large portion of it is lines. I mean, if you can't handle lines, don't go to San Diego Comic-Con, period. Because that's, yeah. I mean, you wait for everything you want to do, unless, you know, I should say everything popular you want to do. If you want to go buy toys from a small dealer like O'Neill Designs, you can walk right up to their booth and buy all their exclusives. Yeah. You might have to wade through the traffic that's going through there, but that's yeah. not really waiting in line. But if you want to do Mattel, Hasbro, um, any of the big guys, you've got lines. Uh, Hasbro, you have a double line. I mean, it's it's crazy. So. Uh, I couldn't find the, the bag check, so I just went over to Toy Break, and they needed some of the stuff that I got, so they are more than happy to let me hold the bags there, because I'm like, I got a hero, so they're like, sold. And uh, so I yeah. stored my package is there. Thank um, you, George and Aileen. Definitely. You made a great locker. <laughs> we we appreciate it more than you'll ever know um so i i met up with dr kent from the october toys glios forums i didn't know he was a moderator there he's actually a moderator on the glios section and uh so me and kim went over to um uh the maddie collector panel uh, but before I get into that, how was uh, Big Bang Theory? I was very oh. jealous. <laughs> I really wish I it, was, it wasn't the same time as Maddie Collector. It was awesome. Like, it was one of those where I was just giddier than hell. 
it was it was great energy they they had they did really well i was a little bummed but at the same time they played their characters really well uh raj and wallowitz well it was kind of sad because during the q a nobody wanted to talk to raj and wallowitz they wanted to talk to Sheldon oh, and Leonard and Penny, the yeah, three main yeah, people. I which could imagine. I don't really see any of them as the main people. I think they're all the main yeah, people. Yeah, it's a team. But uh, Jim Parsons, the guy that plays Sheldon, he's he was emanated, emanated, <laughs> nominated for an Emmy. I don't know how that turned out. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't follow that stuff. But so I mean, if somebody they, knows, let me know. Um, but he was nominated for an Emmy. So like. 80% of the questions went to him. Yeah, I mean, they really are the core because they're the people that live in the apartment building and yeah. Raj and Wallowitz just come over and visit them. So. Yeah, but they're just as funny as the other three. Oh, I mean, I think it... Oh, Wallowitz with his... <laughs> <laughs> with oh, his pimp dude. daddy skinny jeans and big belt buckles and turtlenecks. Considering dude. that he weighs like seventy pounds. <laughs> yeah. But I it was it was a really great panel. It was a lot of fun. I the people I was sitting around, they were like, That was so great and it was like Sheldon up there. I mean like everybody was so excited. It was a lot of fun. I got really great pictures that didn't turn out too well, but I thought they were great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can check out the pictures. Raj and Wallowitz hilarious they don't, they don't look like their character yeah i mean they they literally go the opposite direction when they're not filming obviously yeah you know, and, or taping whatever you want to call and it and johnny galecki uh leonard he didn't look yeah like, he, he, didn't. he was he was full bearded to the max well they all were weren't they besides sheldon weren't raj and wallowitz don't they have full beards too and i can't remember if raj had a full beard but he he probably had more facial hair than he would in the show. I mean, it, it's a it's a good way I bet to like get around people noticing you. You know, yeah. we pro I I wouldn't have known Roger oh. Roger Wallowitz with the way they looked in those pictures. And I still I'm st I'm still kicking myself in the ass All for right, this. All right, we'll get to that in a second. <sighs> okay, that'll come with the time. Uh, so I went to Maddie Collector. Um, this was uh, last year. It was just a Masters of the Universe Classics panel, but this time they they kind of shared it. They they had a DC panel. So it it didn't have a lot with the DC stuff. They kind of blew through it. But so this was mostly Masters of the Universe classics and uh, Ghostbusters. Um, oh, and I should have found a picture of the stupid. Oh. oh, and Big Bang Theory was picked up for another two seasons. That was a really big thing. That everybody cheered. Sorry, I forgot about that. No, it's no problem. All right. Let me see if I can get here. So these are my favorite things from the Maddie Collector panel. Uh, first off, one of my favorite obscure characters from, uh, from back in the day is we are going to get a scare glow. Yay. It's essentially a glow in the dark skeleton. Uh, he looks super good. Um, <laughs> could be a little bit better in my opinion. Uh, there's just not a lot of definition to his glow-in-the-dark bones. I thought they might do a little bit more paint apps, but uh, oh, like a little bit more of like the cracks and the yeah, and that kind of stuff. It, it's a little flat. Um, 
Um, but He's again, got that crack in his skull. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I was kind of expecting. For like how his skull body. is. You would think the rest of it. Because so that won't this... interfere with glow in the dark, you know? Yeah. It'd no. Probably it, make it, it look cooler. A you lot know? better. But I still want to know how a skeleton has muscles. <laughs> like, really, look at his arms. They, I know, I'm sorry, it's look the at same his thing legs. as I want to know about Skeletor. Like, <laughs> how are you all built with a skull for head? Well, he just has a skull for the head because it was burned off per the Mike Young Productions. His chemicals See? got on it and it burned off his head oh. besides the skull. <laughs> Let me talk about Cobra Commander for a minute. <laughs> we'll talk about that dirty joke on. How about that? <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we all knew is coming. Uh, one of my favorite characters from back in the day. Dun, 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 trap oh, Jaw. Oh, wow. That one guy's costume is really good. Oh, dude. The guy... Uh, we have it in our San Diego Comic-Con from, uh, from last year is a guy that has one of the most amazing trap jaw costumes you've ever Mark seen. Mark got a picture with him this year. Did he? Yeah, I think. Oh, and I was going to say, while, while I'll have links on the blog post for this episode uh, to YouTube and Flickr for my stuff, Mrs. McFavorite puts her stuff right up to facebook so if you want to look at some of her more specific like just friend mine's me. not going to have twilight pictures and i don't really you know. have that many twilight pictures <laughs> or i have like 10 yeah pictures of the line for twilight or yeah. you know mine are mine are more open your toys centric but uh i've got i've got comic-con pictures and um I am set to private, so if you do want to friend me, just friend me and put a little note on there saying that you listen to the podcast. Something just so I know that it's not just some random person, because I have had spammers, so I just... Yeah, just just make sure if you're not one of her best friends, then she needs to know that you're a podcast listener. Yeah. Um, but so Trap Draw is ultra cool. Uh, the, the thing I love about Trapjaw, Roboto, uh, the G.I. Joe Battle Android Troopers is I love this whole uh, concept of a switchable arm attachments. I mean, you give me anything that you can take off their arm and put a sword or a gun or a flamethrower or another little like claw hand, dude, you sold i'll buy three you know so i need all the attachments <laughs> so trap jaw is ultra cool i love that they put the little uh loop in his head what's the loop for uh to slide him down string like as a kid you know you would run <laughs> string like a zip line and you could slide him down it I wasn't one of those kids, so. But that sounds like fun. Yeah, exactly. He's all, yeah! <laughs> um, and then uh, my next favorite thing at the Masters of the Universe panel was Battle Cat. Oh. Ultra cool. I didn't see that. Ultra articulated, just amazing. The old Battle Cat, like, well, you know the old He Man, right? Well, yeah, he, the, it's the just arm, a statue. Yeah. Yeah, the with, old the old battle cat was just oh you join it with with just the shoulder joints. Well, the figures had shoulder joints, head, spring waist, and then it's not really ball jointed, but it's rubber band balls for the legs. Okay, so okay. not much going on there. For, Six you're points. You're talking about battle cat, right? No, I'm talking about the figures. Oh, okay. But battle cat in the old line, no articulation. It was just a hunk of 
painted plastic. Oh, it didn't even have like bend, Nothing. like moving arms. Oh, no. I thought huh. not even the head. Yeah, not even the head was on a hinge or anything like that. So here's a little term that I learned here at JoeCon, and I know we're only supposed to be talking about JoeCon during JoeCon, <laughs> but so when you're talking about the. Um, it's not ball jointed. Is it the O rings? O rings, yeah. Is that is that what the hematis? No, is? they were spring swivel, so their waists are swivel, but oh, it's so on they could a be spring. Like, yeah, exactly. That was okay. the whole thing. Is he had a power punch? Okay. All of them had a power punch essentially. Um, the O rings. See again, I don't know what you would consider that. I I, like I don't it. know. It's, I, it's I, a, I that's why I was asking you yeah. there. That's actually a good question. I'll look that up. Okay. I'll look that up and we'll know for Joe Con podcast next time what they call. Because what it is essentially with the old figures was there was a rubber band that connected the two legs via the crotch. Okay. So you got a crotch. Hence the loincloth. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, and there is a rubber band that attached it. So you could move them anyway you know where they would stay was all you know you could pull them up like this but because they're they on the rubber band they'll way, snap yeah. back okay. down um but this isn't the case this is this is an actual spring that they're like what? yeah 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 exactly and okay. the new ones aren't like that the new ones are just swivel you know so you can actually pose them swiveled okay. um but the battle cat is ultra articulated i love the head um it doesn't actually show the head in this picture. I'm looking at, I'm I'm cheating and looking at uh, actionfigurepictures.com, uh, uh, looking at their pictures because they actually have a case picture, and all I did was take videos of the cases. Um, so yeah, it looks great. I'm very excited. They're saying it's only going to be thirty bucks, which is freaking amazing if you see this thing um we'll i'll be putting up uh well this link will be there for this detailed picture and you can uh see it without the mask in my panel pictures the problem is is everybody except hasbro's the only people that turn their damn lights off when they're giving the presentation so you can get good pictures everybody else leaves the fucking lights on well, so you're looking at a projector with the lights on you know I think they do that on purpose. No, because like, we're not as good as Sasbro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that had me Hasbro's real excited. Like, we're the shit. <laughs> <laughs> they announced Club Eternia, or didn't announce it. I think it was up before that. You could sign up for it at the show. I signed up for my two, uh, my two memberships. Uh, one card, <laughs> one open. Uh, because you have to pay a $20 fee to be in the club, but you get a exclusive club figure each year that ex essentially pays for your $20 admission or your $20 fee. And this one, this year's, is going to be Wondar. That's right. It is Wonder Bread He-Man. So for people that maybe aren't, aren't into He-Man or Masters of the Universe and for Mrs. McFavorite, there is a figure from back in the day. It's essentially He-Man, but he has a black loincloth and he has Zodax armor. See this armor right here, sweetie? Okay. But in black. Okay. Okay. And 
no one knows really where it came from. They're, they're marketing people and people involved with the line back then. They have no idea what this figure is. Um, it's rumored to be a Wonder Bread mail-in figure. Like collect five like Prusa purchase from Wonder Bread. Yeah, like there's been people that say it's a knockoff, but yet it has like Mattel fucking. It has Mattel uh, stamps on it. Um, uh, Wonder Bread has no idea. They say they never ran any kind of mail away promotion. So there's like some sixty year old toy designer out there somewhere, like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And this thing goes for ridiculous amounts of money. And uh, and it easily could be a knockoff. But again, the quality and everything is just as good. So, uh, They're so, like, we think we made it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We made it. We made it. Yeah. So essentially, Wondar is the Wonder Bread He-Man. <laughs> um, it's hilarious. They even cast it. They even tooled a little uh, pe- a loaf of bread that's going to be one of his accessories. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, so he'll come with uh, Zodak's gun. He'll come with uh, He-Man's sword and the bread. So I was like, okay, I got to get this. You know, I just love the lore behind that that no one, you know, er, there there's inside marketing people that say it's fake. There's people that, you know, that say they know they know the factory working and all that and and they know it's real. So it's a great figure to be as the exclusive for joining the club. Um the only thing that sucks is that when you you can combine shipping on all of your memberships. So at least I'll get combined shipping on my two new figures every month. Okay. Cause that's why I did in the first place. It's literally no extra shipping to get a second figure. Um, and then, but any bonus figures, like if you waited and just bought them on a per month basis, you'd be able to combine the shipping on those two. But, uh, but by doing the membership, now you, I'm going to have to pay a secondary shipping charge on any bonus figures. So that kind of pisses me off, but it's worth it to get one dar. Anyways, that was the Maddie Collector panel. I've been battling on about that. Um, again, we missed, uh, after the Maddie Collector panel, uh, Kent had, he already had a pass for Hasbro. So he's like, if you go stand in line and get me what I need, you can use my pass. So I didn't even have to stand in the pass line for Hasbro. He didn't have to stand in line to get a ticket to stand in line. Exactly. I was able to actually just get in line. And the line took about 45 minutes. No, the line took about 10 minutes. It took 45 minutes to check out because they missed a whole bunch of stuff. It took forever for you to check your toys. Yeah, that's right. That's fucking... The big thing is, is, you know, we're buying a ridiculous quantity. I'm buying for this person that wants this. I'm buying for this person that wants this. Getting Dr. Kent stuff, like, he he had quite a bit of stuff I was getting. Um, So... You know, they say, check your stuff. We had two huge boxes full of crap, and they screwed up our order, and it took them forever to fix it, and they were trying to help people, and I was like, I didn't want to move. I want to make sure, you know, and they were being ultra nice. They were and they were really nice considering the how that, busy they were. The people that were trying to, like, order, 
you know, because they help this woman. The they have a register person, and then they have a runner. So the register a per register, yeah, right? yeah. So the register person had to continue helping people. So like two more sets of people were helped by her while the runner tried to catch up. You know, he was doing theirs and our stuff. You know, mm-hmm. trying to balance it out, and uh, and the people that came up behind us were fucking assholes. Like, I had literally moved completely out of the way. They had little rope off, you know, the little uh, spring, like, seatbelt style enclosures. Yeah. I was literally outside of that, you know, but I was still kind of in their personal bubble waiting for my shit. And they're like, you know, it's like, are you serious? You just fucking went through a line standing nose to nose with people for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, yeah. whatever. We and you just, can't, you can't, you know, have me a little closer to you than I'd, you would actually prefer. Be like, trust me, you stink too. <laughs> smell, I was so tired of the smell of bodies. <laughs> but yeah, no, we were lucky. We, I don't know if we got there like at lunchtime or something because there was nobody in Oh, line. it died out after that. They, uh, Somebody said Saturday afternoon they stopped giving passes away and just opened the line up to everybody. Oh, wow. They did not sell out of any exclusive. Well, I think they sold out with two, like that black and white Captain America that I got free. They, they fucked up in my favor also. While they didn't give me some stuff, they gave me a black and white Captain America. They're like, I don't remember this. So like, I gave, do, 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 do. I gave that to Mark. I told him he could scalp it, or and I think he said he ended up keeping it because he really liked it as a monochromatic Marvel Universe three and three quarter uh, Captain America. And it was one of the only things to sell out at the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, come like Sunday, you could walk up to Hasbro and buy everything you wanted with no line. I mean, Hasbro did it right this year, but again, you can never count on that, especially like the GI Joe exclusive used to always sell GI Joe exclusive. Yeah. The Destro two pack. But it didn't oh. sell out either. You can still get it on Hasbro Toy Shop. Well, because people are like, uh, it's not like the Destro that they had last year. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and it's not single carded. That's the big thing is there are tons of people that are single carded completionists. So that's what makes those, you know, really valuable. What you trying to do over there? I'm tired of sitting forward, so I'm taking the mic off the oh, stand. Oh, talk into Thank it. Thank you for like calling out my nonchalantness. Sorry, I thought you were trying to check if it was on or something. I'm like, it's on. I can hear you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so Hasbro was cool this year, you know, especially with him helping us out with giving me the pass. That worked out well. So uh, thanks to Dr. Kent and Mark, I was able to avoid the two longest lines. Um, yes, thank you, Dr. Kenton Mark. I didn't have to stand in those lines. <laughs> um, one thing I did forget to mention with the uh, Mattel line. Um, so we got in it um, Friday mid morning, yeah, right it was before about the 11. panel. Yeah, and they had already sold out of the art book. And I'm kind of half happy that they did because the book for 50 bucks was not worth 50 bucks but i really want to read the book so i know uh, george and aileen got one so i'm gonna 
I'm going to harass Ask them. Ask to borrow yeah, the to book so you can read not, it and yeah. then you can return it exactly. to them after you read it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> hopefully they're not going to mind doing that. I haven't asked them yet. So maybe if they they listen to this show, <laughs> they, could, they can know it's coming and they can either make up their excuse and not be caught off guard by it. <laughs> um, They're like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> so from there, uh, Mark had already gotten in line for Star Wars Spectacular. Um, and so we joined, um, what would you say, about 3 o'clock? We were probably in line with them for about two hours, don't you think? Yeah, maybe something an hour like and a that. Half. I mean, so listen to that. We don't even blink by saying we were in line for an hour and a half, two oh, hours. And that's what, that's what just... I tell people at work when they're like, oh, how was it? And, you know, I tell them all about it. I was like, I, I spent at least, at least 16 hours in line. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. So uh, uh, so we we went and got in line for that, and we got in pretty well for that. I mean, we, yeah, didn't, we, we did, weren't we really a, close, but we, we got aisle seats, seats mm. you know, an open row in front of us. No? No, that's where we sat oh, in the middle. Oh, that's right, because he wanted to get as close. We wanted, and it, it, was, it was something that he really wanted to do, so I was like, okay, I'll quit being my... I forgot we I'll quit... Being a little shitty little brat and be like, all right, we'll sit in the middle as close as we can because that's enjoyable. Um, <laughs> no, but we did. We we were in the middle of a row, but we were fairly close. I mean, that's the closest I've ever been in, especially in Hall H. Holy shit, that was pretty damn close. Yeah, I mean, we worked sing. He worked singles almost. He got, he found us two together, and he had a single behind it. And I mean, we were, what would you say, 12 rows or something? Something like that. We were pretty damn close. And, and wow, that was, that was something to sit through. Oh, my God. Uh, that I caught, if you listen to any other Star Wars podcasts, I'm sure you've heard is, everybody complaining. Uh, I have officially dubbed it the Star Wars Cocktacular. Because <laughs> it sucked fat balls, dude. It was, it was horrible. Steve, horrible. Steve Sansweet usually hosts these. And while he has a bevy of old not funny jokes you know he's really the guy that is like trying really hard to write a opening joke for his presentation and a closing joke he was fine no he's it, fine that's the whole thing he's he's not the most it's he's not the most energetic or or mm -hmm. comedic host but he does a good job. He's knowledgeable and he respects the brand. He has good energy. He doesn't have to have great jokes. He has good energy. Yeah. Well, this year they decide to switch it up because this was the first year a, a San Diego Comic-Con panel was ever going to be broadcasted, quote, live on TV. It wasn't live. It was recorded. Um, but so, of course, they had Attack of the Shows, Olivia Munn and Kevin Pereira or Pereira. I wanted to throw that Playboy at her. I uh, wanted to hit her so hard in the head with it, it wasn't even funny. She came out in this gorgeous little, like, oh, mini Leia cute. mini skirt with buns, and she looked ultra hot. Uh, he came out as Jedi Doug, which was kind of funny. He had a mullet, he had a mullet hairdo, a mullet wig. But from then, they started bringing out guests, and they were 
harassing the guests, trying to put on the wig. Like Dave Filoni is just like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, here? you're hot, but you're annoying me. Yeah. I, like she was trying to jam this wig on his head and he's just like, can I have my hat back? Yeah. You know, Dave Filoni and his Indiana Jones hat. Well, I guess. I guess you could call it. I, did, I don't know him that well enough to call whatever it is, <laughs> but he did not look impressed. He's like, dude, and I don't even remember You're touching me and you're annoying me. What is wrong with this picture? The other guy was like the head of marketing. Like he wasn't even, you know, Dave Filoni yeah, is a little bit of a personality. He's done panels and stuff, but the other guy yeah. had like, I had never heard him or seen him on a panel or anything. And he was just like, what the fuck are these people doing? So it, it was pretty horrible. There wasn't a lot of big news. We did get to see which uh, any of the big Star Wars or slash Clone Wars fans out there uh, have seen the trailer for season two, Rise mm -hmm. of the Bounty Hunters. So it was pretty cool. Last year, they were told to not touch the Mandalorians. And this year, it looks like that's we're going to get a lot of Mandos this year. So I'm yeah. excited about that. And we got a reading. Yeah, table. That was the best fucking yeah, part. That was, was the, the only ten, thing. The ten minute, the ten minute table reading, uh, with who it was. The guy that does Yoda. Um, it was Anakin, Ahsoka, Padme, Padme Ahsoka, and then Anthony Daniels. Yeah, and then uh, the guy that no, not the guy that does Grievous. Oh God. Sorry, um, we, I don't really pay hello. attention to the Obi Wan names. Kenobi. Yeah, that guy, and he does a couple other voices, but yeah. Well, it was it was pretty much the core cast, and it was they did like what two scenes? Would you say? Yeah, maybe. And the the best part was was they read off script, you yeah. know, or went off script. I mean, they they poked fun at like uh, at Anakin and Padme like oh yeah like we don't know that you guys are together or whatever but. yeah just fun stuff that was the best part well the the video they had the video game preview too yeah that, that was, was really cool good to it see was just the, cool to see it to see the uh, Old Republic trailer on a big screen yeah that, that was, oh that was cool and that's that's the that's the Star Wars wow isn't it yeah 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 if I if I was into spending hours upon hours on my computer playing video games, I would I would totally dig on it. But well, I'm the, not that person. The people that do it are just the way you spend that much time on Facebook. You do the same thing on there. You yeah, do but, everything. You have friends lists. You have groups. You talk to people, and then every once in a while, like with WoW, you go on raids. You know where where you all join up and you go take part in like this big like yeah. Action but thing. The, I mean, the 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 highlights were were great. It, you know, you got to see the the trailer to the next season of uh, Star Wars animated or the Clone Wars. I'm sorry. Uh, you got to see the trailer to the video game, and then you got to see that, and that was it. And that was an hour. It was an hour of cocktacularness. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Um, they also uh, earlier in that. Earlier in the day, while we were in the Star Wars panel, um, uh, people started twittering about that Celebration 5 had been confirmed. And what had happened oh. was they released details on a diorama competition that Hasbro's doing. 
Um, there's going to be different categories. Go go hit up, uh, I'm sure, Hasbro.com will have news on it or StarWars.Hasbro.com. Um, but in the fine print, it said the winner selected will have their diorama displayed at Celebration 5 in 2010. Well, that just set the Star Wars Twitterverse ablaze, you know, and so and they had pulled the site like I, uh, Slick had twittered, tweeted, whatever about it um, while we were standing in line for Twilight. That it was in Twilight that it happened. Was that it was the Hasbro thing, yeah. Oh, it must have been during GI Joe or, yeah. or during Transformers or something. I could have swore. No, because I was standing in line. Because I was standing in line with Aileen. I didn't stand in line with Aileen for anything else. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, they just leaked uh, Celebration Five, and Aileen was like, "What?" And I was trying to go to the link that Slick had put on on Twitter. And they had already, they had already taken it. down. Yeah, I know. I hit that link. I hit that link like ASAP right afterwards to see all the details, and they pulled down. So, uh, so of course, with that out of the bag, Steve Sansweet had to. See, you can tell that they they didn't have anything. Yeah, they, that's when what they was announce funny. stuff, they have dates, they have locations, and so. He even joked that, you know, that you probably have heard that it's going to be in 2010, but he confirmed they have no dates, they have no, no location, locations, so. they have nothing. And I, what was so funny was that they listening to the podcast post SDCC, people were like, they didn't even give us anything. They couldn't even tell us what city. We need to prepare for this. And it's like. Do you really think they meant to leak that? Because yeah, obviously exactly. they didn't. Yeah. So so that was the Star Wars Spectacular. Um, did we, we went and had dinner with Aileen and George that night, right? That's no, we, we that's, that's where I get to tell my story. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, so after the Star story, Wars Spectacular, <laughs> we went back into the hall and we met up with George and Aileen at their booth. And we were supposed to go have dinner or at the very least have drinks. And they were staying at the Hyatt across the street from, uh, from the, the con Hilton. or the, the Hilton. Hilton. I'm sorry. The Hilton. Sorry. One of the H really nice hotels. Um, <laughs> and so we're walking with George and Aileen and their whole little entourage. And um, as we're walking up to the doors, there's a big old line because everybody's staying there. And Slick goes, look behind you, look behind you. And I turn around, and there's Jim Parsons and Johnny Galecki standing there having a cigarette. And I about had a heart attack. And I was sitting there, and I was like, and I'm holding this big-ass box. That's, like, bigger than I am. Yeah, we have all of our Mattel bags. <laughs> we have all of our Has we have our Hasbro boxes also. And we have everything. And I was like, give me a cigarette. I'm going to go ask him for a light. And I got so scared that I ended up not doing it. And I would have had a perfect chance just to go down there, like, pull a cigarette out all nonchalant and be like, ah, do you have a lighter? Oh, and by the way, you know, just to, oh, and I didn't do it. Oh, oh. Yeah, and and I don't know if I'm specifically to blame, but I'm partially to blame. I'm, I'm that guy that I just, 
I just don't want to bother them whatsoever. You know, it's one thing if they're on a panel and you want to go up and ask them a question or something, well, or see, if they're and signing and you want to stand in line and get a signature. But it, it's just like that bad Santa fucking. Well, that yeah, bad I want Santa. my fucking break. Well, see, the whole thing was is that I wasn't going to be like that fangirl. Be no, like, and you're absolutely. You. I, I, I was just going to go about, up, ask them for a light. And if they wanted a spark, because I wasn't going to, I was going to smoke a cigarette standing there, not by them, but I was going to be like, hey, thanks, and take a couple steps away. But if they wanted to be like, so how are you doing? I wasn't going to be like, I love you. (laughs) So, yeah, that that was pretty crazy. There was a bunch of fucking people staying at that. Oh, yeah. The the Gap Tooth guy from... uh, all those comedy shows from Human Giant. Human Giant. Yeah, we saw him like two or three times. Yeah, so. it was fun. But yeah, that was my big thing. I was like two feet away from him, and I chickened out. <laughs> Boo this woman! So we, we picked up such an entourage with George and Aileen. We tried to eat at one of their bar grills in the Hilton, and, and that was like, like an hour and a half wait. Yeah, we had we had like an hour. So we're like, we can eat or we can just get drinks. Well, you couldn't even sit at the bar. The bar was packed, so we couldn't get drinks there. Uh, Dr. Kent wanted to head down to his uh, his hotel. He said there was a good place to eat. We got about halfway. And, and we had to go back. Yeah, we're like, we're, we don't even have time to get there, let alone eat and get back in time for Star Wars Spectacular or Star Wars Fam fan film festival which we love going to um and we were going to meet mark there so what we did is we headed over to good old ralph's we bought a eight piece fried chicken <laughs> we got us another <laughs> bottle of booze <laughs> and we walked back and we made we were about 15 minutes late maybe something like that and we couldn't find Mark. Mark's phone died. Like, because then we were doing the thing like Mark was doing, like blowing him up. Like, yeah, dude, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? You're He's not like- answering your phone. We were all texting him, nothing back. And we see him come in. And like, so we went and we chased him down. He's like, dude, my phone died. Yeah, I mean, he was literally like across Ballroom 20, which is this massive ballroom. That's a 1,500 person. Oh, I thought it was more than that, but it I might could. at least fifteen hundred people. So yeah. it's it's huge. And so we saw him, and I'm like running through the aisles trying to get his <laughs> attention. So we got his attention. Uh, had a nice fried chicken dinner, some vodka chaser, <laughs> and and just watched Star Wars fan films. And uh, they, oh, they were great. I mean the the acts. They were all good. Yeah, they were, they were fun. The well, winner. The winner could have been a little bit more polished but uh it was pretty crazy it what was really nuts is it, if you haven't seen the winner the winner was a a axe body spray um uh parody where essentially a guy sits at a bar there's two women on either side of him, like making eyes at him and uh well what happens is eventually the two chicks break out into a lightsaber fight and the choreography of the fight was pretty half-ass but the the thing that made all everybody cheer all the girls were cut down to their skivvies yeah they kept cutting clothes off of one another so they essentially got into like bra and underwear 
and uh, and it's it's really funny. I mean, the it it was it was a really good sketch. I mean, of course, you know, if it was like a professional one, it would have been you know ten times better. But no, it was a, it was a great sketch and everything. It was a lot of fun. My favorite part was that stupid chick from uh, the Star Wars Cocktacular. She did um, an awards presentation and actually complained about the Star Wars or the lack the lack of uh, audience response to her horrible 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 um, jokes yeah and, the, and she's like man you guys are so much better I was in this other one nobody did oh god it was like crickets yeah, and not, we're like dude because you sucked yeah not realizing that everybody that was in this one was at that one too and, like, <laughs> and you still suck you're yeah, nice to look at bit, if you just sh- shut it she was a little bit better at this one she had her own little fan film kind of thing it was more an advertisement for that she's actually going to Right now, you can go pitch an idea to Olivia Munn, and whoever gets, uh, whoever's fan film idea gets picked, she'll actually film it with you. So, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, that's going to get play on Attack of the Show, G4, across the network, yeah. that kind of thing. So, it, it's a cool thing. Um, but so that was pretty much Friday, and we're going to take another break. Taking forever. No, we'll. I'd like to take another break. Really? Already? I guess, I'd like to well, take I guess we've break. already been talking 40 minutes. We've been talking the same amount as we took on the last break. So, Okay. I would like to take another break. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Peace. Let's get going. The first season of Star Wars The Clone Wars is over. But we've got two words that will make it all better. Season two. And if you like Bane, get ready. You're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Ahsoka, wait! It's a trap! Because the bounty hunters are here to stay. You can count Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 2. Coming this fall. Only on Cartoon Network. Alright guys, welcome back. And we are now on to Saturday. And Saturday looked to be a pretty uneventful day. Um, but yet it was incredibly full. Yeah. Well, we were doing stuff all day. It just there wasn't so many sporadic things. Um essentially we got there uh we got there on time or just a few minutes late. It just in time to stand in line to go to the uh Family Guy, then Cleveland Show, then Futurama, then Simpsons. All in the same hall, all right in a row. And they were all fun. Dude, the line was ridiculous. Out the door, down the stairs, down another flight of stairs, back up the stairs, back up another flight of stairs, back down them. It was insane. Check out my Facebook picture. (laughs) Yeah, it's insane how long it was. Uh, luckily the, uh, blackest night panel was also that day and it wasn't, isn't that crazy? It wasn't till two fifteen, and those people were already in line. That line that was next to us. Oh, is that what that, I thought they were saying it's green lantern, but it's blackest night is, oh. is the new story arc. And I'm just starting to get into green lantern. I'm, 
I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, he went to the comic shop and said, I'm going to start reading Green Lantern. Tell me where I should start. <laughs> well, Green Lantern was it one was of my cute. favorite characters from back in the day, back with the Super Friends. I mean, the whole like making shapes out of the ring and shit is so super cool. And then I started, I read the Wikipedia page on it and that they're a whole like, it's a, essentially like galaxy cops, you know, they monitor the whole galaxy and it's this big elite core. It's really cool. I mean, it's very, it's very Jedi-esque, I should say. Um, you know, the rings choose their wearers and stuff. So there's this very mystical part of it. But anyways... Um, we were more interested. Oh, just like in Transformers, how the car picks its driver or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we. Uh, oh, sorry, that's a side point. I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, we made it in time. We actually made it for most of the Chuck panel, and yeah. that's that's what a majority of the uh, of majority the of people. Was. Because when they said Chuck was closed, I heard like that line just like went away. Yeah, went away. Um, so again, it's one of those shitty things that it works this way that you know we could give a shit about Chuck. I'm sure it's a great show. We just don't watch it. We didn't the, get into it when it first started. So yeah. we just chose not to get into it. So we'll catch it on DVD because apparently it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like, it's just like a, whatchamacallit, nip tuck, you know, we're like, uh, a drama about plastic surgery and then we started watching it and it's fucking a great show you well, know it was yeah now it's pretty horrible but uh <laughs> but, it was, it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great show so there's lots of things lost um lost chuck there's a few what other series one? i it really want to get Big true Bang blood theory that uh mark wanted to get into that didn't get into I don't know. Oh, crap. I can't remember. But that was, Oh, no. It was... Um, Star... Sh no. It was a sci-fi one, wasn't it? Like It wasn't Battlestar Galactica, was it? It might have been. Because they had a panel for that. It was a Caprica panel. It might but. have been that one. But it was it was one of those. And, and I was... Oh, because that... Yeah, I was standing yeah, in line for Big Bang Theory. And I was... I was at the end of the line that went up and down the stairs and all that other stuff earlier that we or on Friday, and I was like, "Oh, well, hopefully I'll make it to Big Bang Theory," and like they said, "This panel's capped." I think it was Battlestar Galactica, and the line went away, and within five minutes I was inside. That's crazy. So, uh, so. <laughs> These weren't really that great, in my opinion. You know, like... Family Guy was good. I, Family Guy was good. Of they course. did another table read. Not no, as, they didn't do a table oh, read. Oh, no, that's right. They showed they showed uh, scenes. They showed the first act. Oh, that's what they did. They showed the first act from something, 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 Dark Side. Yeah, and then... And they, then they showed the anima... Uh, not animatronics... Uh, the animatics, the little like storyboards yeah. for the second scene. And then I could have swore they like read no. the script for the third act or something. No, you're but thinking of American Dad. Oh. They showed, they showed like the first five, ten minutes of something, something, something dark side. And then it was just, a, it was just an open panel after that. And then That's they did right. Q and A. 
and Seth Green was there. Yeah. And so Seth MacFarlane, my other hottie. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The Family Guy, of course, by far was the best. Uh, the Cleveland show was good. You got to see a little bit of the Cleveland show. See, yeah. get the feel for that. I'm I'm stoked for it. I, I'm not I excited, mean, but I'll watch it. It's yeah. going to be part of the Fox block. So so it'll be. It's it's exciting. It's it's coming from the same people that made Family Guy and and American Dad. So you know it's it's got to be good in its own right. Yeah, I just. Um, it's just going to have so much to do with race. And I just, you know me. Yeah, I don't you're really. Not, you're not a race driven person. I'm just so fucking colorblind that I don't, I don't think race is so fucking funny or, you know, so risque. See, what's or funny anything, is that I, know? I, 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 I grew up kind of like in the gray area of racism and like not understanding why people are racist. And I just, I get the jokes because yeah. I was in that gray area. I'm not racist. Yeah. But I get the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad to say. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Futurama, super excited. Yeah, there. that was good. It was, the, it was a weird tone because they hadn't signed the writers yet. The writers got signed no, like a week later. Sorry, not the writers. The voice actors weren't signed yet so they signed you said they signed like right a week after? or two later or something okay. like that they got confirmed so is real it was real like if this goes forward this is what you can expect yeah. if this happens this is what so but it was exciting i had never seen matt groaning or graining i always thought it was groaning i, th I think it's, it's growing graining. Oh, is it great? They, they said graining. Yeah, see, I don't see, know. See, I always thought I was groaning, but I got to see him. I never knew what he looked like. They came oh, out, really? and they're like, Matt Groening, and I was like, holy shit, that's Matt He wasn't Matt at Graining? Simpsons last year? I don't remember being at Simpsons last year. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty I don't sure remember being at Simpsons yeah. last year. <laughs> that um, may have been too much Simpsons water, quote-unquote water. Yeah. <laughs> what you got to realize, we're, and again, this is horrible, we're, and this is this is we're why we're living up our non, our our family of not having a family. <laughs> yeah, we're we're taking advantage of not having kids, and we we essentially take a water bottle full of vodka to these cons. So come the you know come the one forty five Simpsons panel. We're pretty well lit, you know? <laughs> I mean, so... But it, it was all fun. The Futurama thing, it was. It was insightful. We got to see some... Um, here you go. I don't know what you want with that. Thanks. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, we got to see some clips from Futurama and stuff like that, and then they announced that they were trying to bring it back, and all they were waiting for was the cast to sign, and... After Comic-Con, they did, which was great. Simpsons was great. It was the writers again. It wasn't the cast, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Matt Groening won a... Um, I had a, a world's record, a Guinness. Guinness Book of World Records for longest-running TV show, or yep. TV series. And there was another award that he won on top of it, and... I couldn't understand what they said it was, but it was, it essentially what it seemed to me and p people who know what it is, please let me know. It was something like a lifetime achievement award is what it seemed to be to mm -hmm. 
um, from Guinness Book of World Records, too. So I thought that was really cool. It was really cool to be there and to be part of it. It was really exciting because I've always tripped out on that about The Simpsons, is that I grew up with it, and, you know, essentially about, what, two and a half generations, would you say, grew up with it? Kind of. Not generations, but... I mean, you know what I mean? Two, well, yeah, I guess two generations. Waves. Yeah. Like if we would have had kids at a normal, like if we would have had kids at 22, they would have grown up with them too. The Simpsons, yeah. yeah. So I think it's cooler than shit. I love The Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Uh, again, the, the Futurama panel like told us that, or showed me at least that, while I'm a fan of Futurama, I am not a hardcore fan because there was fucking people pulling shit out of that i had never even heard some of the question because essentially it was it was all and it was cool the way they did this for both futurama and simpsons was uh if you asked a question you got a prize and your prize was all based on like it was on how good your question was it was matt giving out the prizes so if you asked a question he really fucking liked you got a great like somebody got like a a collection of busts or something or statues or something like the whole collection because they had the best question of the day and Another so, person want a six pack of Duff beer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which they repeatedly say, "Do not drink the beer." But uh, <laughs> so that was cool. We got to literally sit and sit down for three hours and and watch four great panels. And then uh, Jessica wasn't very excited for it, but uh, Mark and I were because uh, Mark came in about what halfway through the like he came in for about. Futurama or Sopranos, or no, Simpsons, they were right? there. They were there for the whole thing. Really? They came in. They came in probably about like two to three minutes late. Uh, or no, about like five, I'm sorry, about no, because they they saw the Family Guy uh, thing. So they must have come in at the end of. They must have come in at like the end of Family Guy. Um, so anyways, what came after all of those were, uh, was the pilot screening of V. So that was really cool. Um, uh, so, um, it was really cool to see that, um, I'm excited for it. It, it, it looked to be great. Um, that point you had left though right you didn't yeah, stay after for after simpsons i was sitting there and i'm like oh, i don't want to go stand by myself but i was damned and determined to see kevin smith i was like i will if i don't get to see robot chicken which i didn't get to see which i didn't have a chance to see considering yeah. i was standing in line for twilight which would have been about the same amount along the line as twilight to see robot chicken considering last year but um uh, right after Simpsons, I sat there and I was like, ah, and then I was like, okay. So I went and I stood in line for Kevin Smith while they saw V and apparently V was really, really good. Yeah, it was great. It, I mean, they, Mark and Kenya and you were even excited about it. You guys were like, oh, it's too bad you missed it. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it was one of my favorite miniseries from back in the day. I was so young when it first came out. It scared the shit out of me, even though it was some cheesy ass made for tv miniseries sci-fi thing 
Um, so I was excited the, w- the way they handled everything. Um, but so we joined you for Kevin Smith. We thought. No, we you didn't. joined me for Kevin Smith. Oh, they yeah. went and they did their own thing. So I went and I stood in Kevin Smith. I was in Kevin Smith's line for, let's see, probably about two and a half hours before Slick joined me. <laughs> and he joined me just long enough for me to pee and come back. <laughs> and oh, then yeah, because I went and got went another shopping, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and he got back just in time to stand in line for five minutes before they let us into the hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went and got a bottle and I got a sandwich. Or What did I get to eat? I don't know. You weren't eating when I got there. You didn't have any food. <sighs> I don't think I got anything. I think I was looking for something to eat and I never no. got anything. Well, but. you found a liquor store and you got back just in time because I was like, I was calling him because I was I was a row off the way how they had the the lane set up to let you into Hall H, or let you into the building before you got into Hall H. I was a, I was a lane off. I was like, oh, they're letting us in, and then like we pile. I was like calling him frantically, like he had like six missed calls, and then the line stopped, and I was like two lanes away from where they actually let you in, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, and this Hall H, they were getting serious about like monitoring the lines and line jumpers. You had to they like had people, check out. Yeah, you had, and there's no fucking way. Well, and you saw it with me. Mm-hmm. I was able to. I did tell somebody, "Hey, I have to use the restroom." I also think that those gu- those people that I asked, uh-huh. I think they were just having fun. Yeah, I, I really do because she was she was a bitch dude, about these it, dude. these security guards. Granted. They get they, so much shit. I mean, people do. treat them like dirt and, you know, and they're just, and, and <laughs> we team. even had a little moment ourselves on Sunday. We'll I was kind of it. fed up with it, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, we were, I mean, we were, people just treat them like shit. And so they do kind of adapt this whole like fucking, uh, uh, tough guy mentality. Yeah. I'm trying and- to. Like they get an ego from how much power they have. God, I'm trying. And they to really, and they really, well, no, actually, they do have quite a bit of power. Oh, if dude, you wanna... they get you in a panel if they want. If, mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you've oh, got big to tits and are super hot, you could walk up to one of those guys and they'll get you in a panel. Period. Yeah. You know. But uh, there was one girl that I was going to punch in the face. She's like, you better get back in that line. I'm like, what? I've been standing in line for an hour and a half and you're going to tell me I can't pee. Oh yeah! Kiss my ass, bitch! I will get in that line. (laughs) (laughs) And it's things like that. It's that they're trying to be tough, but people are like, really? Yeah. I mean, use a little sense. It's a thing of it. It's it's essentially a, a a capitalist society. It's it's not what you know. It's who you know. You know, if you've got people that'll stand in line for you, you can do shit all throughout the day and jump in line right at the last minute. You know, nobody, nobody ever says shit to you, you know, and because everybody does it. So it really helps. Like we had four people working lines, you know, that really helped. We were able to get, Mm -hmm. you know, able to get in lines that if it was just you, you would have never been able to do everything we did. Because you were standing in line the whole time. Yeah, you know. Although then there was me standing in line by myself, and I'm like, I really have to pee. <laughs> and Slick just kept saying, "Why don't you talk to the people in line?" And I'm like, "I 
I'll talk to people. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing. See, I, I, the first thing I do is make line buddies. Like that's the first thing I do is make my single serving line buddies. And uh, so, you know, if I'm in a line, I'm like, hey, I need to go grab a hot dog or something. And since I've already been talking to them for a half an hour, 45 minutes, they have no problem with me going and doing something. Jessica pulls out her Nintendo or her magazine or her book. <laughs> no, I, I tweeted a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Facebooked. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry. My phone went down like halfway through the convention, and I couldn't text or use any text entry on my phone. So, sorry, my, my tweets started yeah. and ended it abruptly. I get, this, I get this random text from Mark all... Phone is fucked. What do you want? <laughs> and I was like, I'm standing in line. I want to know if everybody else is going to be here. What's going on? And I never got anything back. So I'm like frantically calling people like, what the hell? And then Slick's all, oh, yeah, my phone's not broken. That, that, was, my, that was me texting from Mark's phone. And I'm like, you couldn't have said that. <laughs> So uh, so we got to see Kevin Smith, got, oh, got was... great seats for it. Again, uh, we're not ones that try to get right up close. We'd rather have uh, comfortable seating for a good position on one of the Jumbotrons. Because like Hall H, so you have the stage, and then you literally have, a, so you have rows, 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 rows. You have three huge Jumbotrons. Rows, 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 and then three more huge jumbotrons, and then rows, rows, rows. So we we sat in the back, great position, had no one in front of us. We were in a a walking lane essentially, so had no one in front of us. Could stretch our legs out, jumbotron right above us, and Kevin Smith was fucking hilarious. He was great. Oh, it was essentially completely Q and A. I mean, That's he, he came out and talked for five, ten minutes and then said, let's get started. And it's just so funny because he is such a con celebrity. You know, you talk to most people, you're like, oh, you like Kevin Smith movies? And they're like, who's that again? You know, <laughs> but like at Comic-Con, he you either love him or you hate him. And there's lots of people that hate him and there's even more people that love him, you and know. He's great. And and he is just such a down to earth guy. Like people would come up and they would be trying to fucking get cutesy with their questions and shit and he would just fucking let them have it. Like really? You still in line to fucking come up here and ask that question? Okay. <laughs> uh, so how do I answer that? Um no. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go sit down. <laughs> so. Or like one guy, he was like, I'm not actually asking this question. It's for my brother. His leg's all broken and he can't stand in line. He's like, man up. Get his fucking ass up here. Just I mean, things he like did, that. He was he, great. Yeah, he did amazing things. He had, some guy's wife made him something. Do you even remember? Made it, uh, so, some guy's wife made his daughter a uh, new oh, a moon twilight. tote. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the it was the new moon uh movie poster which how they got the fabric for it is beyond me, but uh. made a little made a little handbag that I'm sure that his daughter probably saw and was like, "Pshaw." But 
who knows? Maybe she's like, this she's is pretty the young, so she probably would have done uh, it. It was it was cool. He's like, get his ass up here, yeah, and he the dude hung up, hung out with him the whole time up on stage while he was doing the rest of the Q and A. Yeah, he like got in to the middle of people of panel. yeah, yep. in the middle of like people asking him questions, he'd go over and start talking to this guy. He's <laughs> like, oh, sorry, hold on a sec. So how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. He's like, oh, sorry, I got a little carried away. What was your question? Things like that. It. Like Mark said, best panel of the con. Yeah. I would have to say, hands down. Yeah, it, it was. was pretty amazing. So, thank you to Mrs. McFavorite. We got into that. Yeah, the uh, funny thing is, is that Mark and Kenya, they just walked right in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, like 10 <laughs> minutes into that. it or something? Yeah. They just were able to walk right into it? Me, so three hours. <laughs> it was but worth it. Yeah. Because if I didn't stand in line, I would be that person like, ah, I didn't get into Kevin Smith. Yeah, and I'm surprised they were able to because after Kevin Smith was the James Cameron Peter Jackson. No, was that a different day? Kevin Smith was the end of, of the day. James or uh, James Cameron and Peter Jackson was after the Star Wars cocktail. Oh, that's right. Okay, see, which we got to see. See, I I I drink entirely too much. <laughs> there are things that I I mean I everything's related. But uh, but Kevin Smith was Kevin Smith was the end of the end of the day, and uh, he even went over. He went way over his time, it. and he's like. All right, they're finally kicking me off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that night we finally got to hang out with Aileen and George. We had been trying to have dinner with them because, because at BotCon we had a couple meals with them and they paid for them. They're like, "Oh no, you're our guests," mm -hmm. you know, because they they live in LA and that's where BotCon was. And so we were like, "We have got to eat dinner with these people so we can, you know." Return the favor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Reciprocate. So, uh, finally got to go eat with them. We ate at uh, Buca de Pepe. So that was good. Family style Italian. It was really cool. We got to eat with uh, Kel of Kellyans, um, another ind independent toy maker. We got to eat with Dr. Kent, um, Bill Rowley, one of the senior designers at Hasbro. He does a lot of the Transformer stuff. A uh, couple oh, horsemen so and, great, yeah. and his and one of their wives, um, uh, Neil, which uh, he, I think he does toys as well. Was he the one sitting wife. next to you? Yeah, he was the one staying in their room. I think. I think they oh, were sharing guy. a okay. room with him. Uh, but amazing time because we were actually so kind of pissed. We missed like the insiders' dinner the night before when or on. Uh, what was it? Thursday, it was Thursday night. night when we went to trick or treat. Yeah, where they had dinner with all the four horsemen, like a lot of the Hasbro designers and stuff like that. Uh, Aileen and George from Toy Break and October Toys are are the the whole like toy designer thing is a real small network of people, and they are fully ingrained in it and. Uh, and you know, and they're we all just, great people. Well, I mean, they're just normal people. I mean, they they do something, and this is this was kind of the thing that I was thinking about the whole con because even Bill, this was the second con we've got to hang out with him and have a meal with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, because at Bacon. Yeah, we had Rubios. Yeah. It wasn't much of a well, meal, we got to but sit we down got and to eat with them. And yeah. 
shoot the shit. Senior designer has designed toys that I just fawn over. You know, like, oh my God, I can't wait till that comes out. But he's just a guy that just had a baby and has a wife and, you know, mows a lawn and, you know, shit like that. That's I what mean, makes they, it cool. they're just, they're people and. And it's us, the fans, that put them up on this pedestal. And I'm sure they dig it. Some of the other Hasbro designers, you can tell they just get off on it. You oh, know? Because yeah. it is. It's that thing. It brings them one step closer to something that people love. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I would get off on that, too, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean... I get a- off on the fact that I got to have dinner with a Transformers... Designer Design. and a couple guys that do the Masters of the Universe yeah. guys, you know. I mean, it it is it, it's a, it's a really cool thing. But when you when you sit down and get to know them, you know they have the same quirks, you yeah. know. Like uh, uh, the Four Horsemen guy was being real shy and not talkative very much, you know. And so it was really cool. We got to eat dinner with them um, after the dinner. Uh, we hung out with Mark and and Dan had the night off, so we got to we went over to Dan's house. Um, he lives in Hotel Circle in San Diego or near it, and uh, he does an ultra cool thing. They do backyard movies, so he has an HD projector. He has a sheet, a white sheet, that he's put in his backyard on a porch. And he fucking projects a movie onto this. And poolside. Yeah, poolside. He also has a pool in his backyard, which a lot of Californians do. But Well, from Colorado, we're like, poolside! Yeah, fucking. <laughs> and it, we watched Coraline in 3D, and we were just conked by then. Like, we made about halfway through the movie. Well, we were dozing. Of California's greatest. Yeah, well, yeah, that. That too, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, between the drinking, a full day at the con, just all the excitement, we sitting under the stars, just like Gone. I was out. I almost fell over in my chair so many times by falling asleep. Like my neck hurt from like <laughs> doing the head nod so hard. <laughs> so we we had a great time, but that was a late night too, it and then. Um, that's pretty much Saturday. Yeah. Well, that was good. So, uh, Sunday was, was pretty damn uneventful. Uh, we got to the con, <laughs> uh, we met up with Bill Rowley, uh, from Hasbro because he's a big, uh, Muppets fan. So we were going to go see the Muppets panel. We're like, oh, it's the Muppets show. Woo. I guess I didn't read the description. I didn't very read the well. description either. I was like, cool. They, Cause there was another Jim Henson panel, um, it was either Thursday or Friday. I think it was Friday, and Big Bang Theory interfered with it. And, of course, Big Bang Theory took precedence. But I was like, oh, cool. They're, like, doing another one. It, it might be a little bit different, but it's the Muppet Show. How different can it be? It just probably has less people. Yeah, we get there, and one, it was running 25 minutes late. Yeah, fucking ridiculously it w- late. And, it and you got to realize Bill is, quote, working. Yeah, you know, he he's... took time off to go <laughs> to this panel. So we're sitting there. We're just talking. We're shooting the shit. We're like, God, what time is it? What is this panel about anyway? So we're talking, and I'm going through, and I finally find the, the description of the panel. I'm like, oh, it's the Muppet comics which i've heard are very good and they're very popular but 
There wasn't anybody in there, so we decided to scrap it. Yeah. Bill was like, and I, I still think that guy that was doing the freaky yoga breathing in the back was the guy that was running the panel. Oh, it was. It that was. was the host yeah. of the panel? Yeah, it was. Um, what yeah, was holding this, him up other than know. his yoga breathing? I don't know if he was waiting for somebody <laughs> or something. <but laughs> this guy, and I I felt, I felt kind of felt bad for him. He seemed like he was incredibly nervous because he was in the back doing some breathing exercises. Bill was like, oh, no, oh hey. He was just a, he's just a guy that works out. It's Is that what it was? Because yeah, I, I mean, thought he was ultra nervous. It. I started feeling bad. I kind of felt oh, bad that no we left. He was, now I don't he feel was that ultra bad. Right confident they were like is this your first panel and he's like no i did another oh, one all right so i i didn't hear all that well then i don't feel as bad because i did i was like bill's like so are we gonna stay here and we're like um no <laughs> <laughs> sorry you had to leave for nothing but we did have a little bit of a excitement yeah going Back to the exhibit hall. Okay, so this is how, I mean, picture a convention center, a big, huge one. You have room after room after room after room. Well, you have larger rooms and you have smaller rooms. Smaller rooms have small lines. Larger rooms have large lines. Well, when you have one of the largest rooms, like right in the middle of all the other rooms, it, it's it's a task to manage that line. You know, you run like uh, Ballroom 20. They run the line down the hallway, like against the far wall. Then it goes outside under pavilions and, and kind of zigzags back and forth. Well, so what do you do when you actually have to let people in? Because this wall is across the hallway. Well, what they do is they get they have these roped off areas. Okay. So when it's time to start letting people in, they close the hallway and they let people go through. And it's a smart thing to do. It's like a traffic it's, light. Yeah, it's like a traffic light. So anybody trying to cross the hallway can't just like step in line and be like, whoop, I'm in line and now I'm going in, you know. So they rope them off. So they did that, and we, you see people constantly trying to jump these lines, not like trying to get in line. They're like, I'm just trying to go over there. And they get pissed, and they start yelling at the people and shit like that. And, uh, and so I, I, I get that. But this one, the line was literally 20 yards down the hall, like – I don't know if it was one of those things someone was putting on their makeup in line like they do at the light or something and didn't see the light turn green. And so, you know, <laughs> no one honked at them. So they just sat there. But they were fucking 20 yards down the thing. So uh, running wouldn't have even gotten them caught up. Yeah. So we were standing there like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. So Bill tried to go for it. And they're like, sir, you need to stay behind the line. And he fucking like, pulled oh, out his Hasbro no. exhibitor pass. And he's like, I need to get to my booth. And fucking, and so the guy wouldn't let him cross. So I was like, fuck this. And I fucking went underneath the thing. They're like, sir, sir, you can't go. And Little did he forget that he had a poster tube hanging out his backpack and he took out the whole... <laughs> he took out the little roping barrier. And so I was nice enough and I, I picked it up 
and kept walking. And they were like, ma'am, ma'am. <sighs> and the guy put his hand in front of me and I just pushed him out oh of my, my way. God, was I so was funny. like, get the hell away from me. I'm going across. And oh. they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I know why you're looking. Bill didn't do his his thing until after we had gone through. And, yeah. And it was the one side, it was the one time that I just lost patience. We had gone to a panel that we didn't know what, you know, we, we, we didn't really know what it was about. We were pissed that we had gone all the way up there. Um, again, I was slightly embarrassed because I snowboard and I used to snowboard with a full backpack, the same one that I wear, that I wear to conventions. And I'm used to poaching ropes, like bending down far enough to snowboard under ropes where you're not supposed to go. But, you know, we, we take our chances and that kind of shit. And so I know how far I need to bend down to get under a rope. But like I say, I forgot. <laughs> he doesn't I usually had a carry a poster tube, tube <laughs> while snowboarding. So it like that tore was, it down. Was and it was And so I and I felt really bad. But it was ridiculous. There it was. was this huge gap. And, you know, I get their point. It's just like a red light. Even if somebody's not coming, you're not supposed to run the red light. But it was it, once you get to the end of the con, you do as as much as you want to understand what these people are going through and why why they're being so essentially rough. I mean, that's that was one of my big beefs. What last year was. How the hell are you going to sit there and tell me I need to stand in line when you watched me walk out because I had to go to the bathroom? It was two minutes, and you're going to tell me I have to stand in line so I can go sit back in the seat that I was in two minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. And I can understand why they need to be tough, but by the end of the con, you're just like, I'm going to punch you in your face if you don't let me through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really is a police state. You know, and it it's is. what's required because there are there's, there's some fucking shady ass people that they really are, are just there to get theirs. I mean, Mark, he's as much as people. I love him, he like I say, he he's one of those people that like, he's oh. like, I'll just go under a rope and get into line. You know, like as they're walking in, I don't care if I want to go see something. I, I'll pretend and I, I have don't know to. any better. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, he'll literally he'll literally make them mentality. tell him. Yeah, I, I mean, really again, do because you want to know what you do get a hell of a lot further cons. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's it's not our it's not our thing, but hey, if if you do it and get away with it, do it. Yeah. So just don't do it in front of me because I will punch you in the face. No, she won't. She'll just sit there and bitch to me for the rest of the time she's. No, it's because he won't let me punch you in the face because I will punch you in the face if he's not around. (laughs) Uh, So after that, uh, we went down. I had heard the day before about a Lego exclusive that I wasn't even aware of. Um, It and then of course it has to be the Lego miniatures, which I am trying to be a completionist with so the little tiny lego star wars sets well what it is is it's two of my favorite things it's a att which i had already gotten i didn't realize it was the same one i'd already gotten with my Brickmaster membership but the exclusive part of this set was a uh gunship uh, or an or a uh, Republic dropship. So the things that bring the ATTs into battle 
at, uh, on Attack of the Clones and drop them off and then fly off. So they look like a gunship, but they drop them off. So I decide I'm going to, now I've got time, I'm going to go wait in line um, because our next panel isn't for another half an hour. Well, I find out that how this works is you go wait in line until 11 o'clock. And then what happens is you start going through line and you pick a ticket out of a box. And there's literally 500 tickets in this box and 100 of them. Um, or no, there's like a thousand or something. I forgot what the number was, but a hundred of them are winning tickets and they say you won on them or something. They're like a different color, I think. No, they're the same ticket because you had to flip it over. It would have been smart to have a different color. So right away, you know, you got one, but it says you won on the other side, like handwritten. <laughs> so maybe you couldn't duplicate it or something. Maybe yeah, that was that the sense. the point. But uh, anyway, so you go through. You put your hand in the box. You pick one. If you don't get it, you're able to get back in line. And they essentially do this until all hundred for the day are given out. I fucking one. It pisses me off. We're in the fucking line with a scalper, and I didn't realize this. I noticed he had a toy shirt on, a toy store shirt on. Like it was like playthings.com or fair things. I I wish I would remember it because I tell you not to fucking buy shit from this guy. But anyway, so so I was at uh, he was talking to his brother or something and talking about how the line was yesterday. And I'm like, oh, so you've tried this already once? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so have you tried like every day? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And you still haven't gotten one? And he's like, oh, no, we've gotten we've gotten a bunch. We've even uh, – people aren't realizing that even if you get a winning ticket, you still have to buy $50 worth of stuff in order to buy this $50 exclusive. They just get in line. So the last couple of days, what we've done is we've stood at the head of the line. And if someone gets a winning ticket and didn't want to buy 50 bucks worth of stuff, then we would buy the ticket from them. And I'm just like, you motherfucker. And eventually Lego was like, you can't do this anymore. You can't be harassing people for their ticket. If they don't want to buy it, they don't have to, but you can't be buying the ticket. So they were doing it again, and they fucking first time through that fucking asshole got a yeah. winning ticket. And and Slick was the smart guy in telling drunk Jessica oh, about so she this. Starts talking. So shit, I was like, talking shit right the entire next. time. I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> So it's just bullshit. Like, we talked Don't you about, have a panel to go to? Yeah, we talked. I talked to it, you know, because I played it off. I wasn't going to be an asshole. I, you know, again, I got to have my line buddies. So I talked to this guy for, you know, a long time. He had the Masters of the Universe art book. He had a few copies of that. I'm like, fucking dickhead. You know, shit that I wasn't going to be able to get. And he was talking about, you know, all these exclusives that he bought that were already sold out because most of Mattel's popular shit was sold out on by Sunday. If you waited till Sunday, you were fucked. Um, but anyways, so I went through three times and didn't get it. Mark finally joined me. And first time Mark went through, he got a winning ticket. So boom, done. I got my Lego exclusive. Thank I was you, Mark. Happy. Yes, I got to go to my you. American Dad panel. 
Yeah, Jessica Jessica got pissed and and Yeah, I did. I got we mad. were planning to go to American Dad. We wanted to do the whole Fox Block, you know thing together. Trifecta. And but I was like, I can't give up my one chance to get this exclusive. And what sucks is Bill knows a guy at Lego that uh that they toy swap you know like you know he'll give them fucking uh transformers and shit like that and get lego shit he's like dude he left yesterday you should have if you would have asked me the day before i could have just gotten a set for you most likely you know because because the exclusive wasn't anything it was a ziploc baggie of parts and instructions yeah and, and yours was and open I, yeah mine was open so and i haven't put it together yet so who knows if i'm missing pieces but so yeah, but I was glad I got it. It was ridiculous. Fifty dollars for fifty dollars for essentially fifteen dollars in Legos. But it's an exclusive. It's a hell of a lot better than the hey, minifigure fifteen. We're making the economy exclusives. better, right? Exactly. We just need to keep telling ourselves that <laughs> we're the reason why the stock market's starting or ending on a higher note as opposed to a lower note. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> so Jessica got to go to American Dad, and how was that? It was really good. It was, it was, I mean, it was the same as last year, but it was still fun. They, you know, they had the whole cast there. They did Act One, Two, and Three, where it's what? What are you shaking your head at? Oh, how long it's going? Oh, um, it's Act One, Two, and Three. And the whole cast is there. So act one, they do just a raw reading. It's You don't even have anything on the screens. They just do the reading. Act two is the the raw the sketches. Yeah, the animatics. And then act three is the the final product that you see on the Fox block. Oh, and cool. it was the Christmas special this year. And oh, it is so, so cool. So mad. This is This is the same thing they did for Family Guy last year. And oh, I was, it was so great. pissed. I missed that. It was but. it was it was really good. And what's funny is that during all of these panels, I think all of the panels, um, Simpsons, all of them, uh, they were handed out these tickets, but they wouldn't tell you what these tickets were for. Yeah, they but were. they were all color coded per panel, and uh, and the people would be like, "What are these?" And the people handing them out are like, "Me, I just got paid to pass them out. I don't know." So nobody really cared about what they were. Yeah. Well, they were tickets to get swag. Well, Mark knew. Well, Mark, yeah, of yeah, course, Mark, Mark was knew. Like, yeah. Mark's like, Mark's like, I know what room you're trying to talk about. I've seen those psych t-shirts that you're trying to get for your friend, ah, and you need a ticket for them. Um, but what it is is you go in and you go into this room, and it's just a swag room, and it's for the panel participants. And so we got a whole button set for the Fox blocks. So Simpsons, Futurama, all of that and everything. Well, these two ladies, they were asking this, this kid, like, what are, what are these for? And of course the kid was like, I don't know, whatever, just take it. And so I was nice enough to go over there and be like, what they are is blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh, what? Ugh. And they didn't even say thank you. And so I was like, oh. 
I did not just help you for nothing. Anyway, but no, the um, the American Dad panel was awesome. It was so much fun. Next year, if anybody goes to Comic-Con, if you get a ticket, just go look for a room somewhere. They'll have something for you. There's a redemption room just down the hall. So. <laughs> but it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. I got to sit there and be like, hey, 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 you paid $50 for something you already have. <laughs> and I got to see something you don't know about. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, so after that, we went and did. We finally did like the vendors area. Um, there's just so much shit to buy at Comic Con with exclusives. We we always, li- or I shouldn't say always. It's just our second Comic Con. We leave the vendor stuff to the last day. So if we feel like we still need to spend some money we can go spend it there it was just a clusterfuck we spent a little while in there and we just gave up on it i had spent enough money Um, i got my massage yeah you got a 15 minute uh chair massage um from there um i still hadn't we had hardly gone to any booths i mean that's this happened last year too is we didn't well, we make a conscious a effort well last year very i not, was i i knew hasbro's booth in and out well no that's true at certain booths we spent a lot of time there and we kept looking but we didn't go do like the swag run of all the booths and that kind of shit yeah. so we tried to get a few of those in um it, and so we're getting pretty close to the end of the convention here. I still haven't taken uh, videos or pictures of any of the booths. So um, I decide I need to go do that. Jessica and Mark went to go have lunch. Mm-hmm. I, we had planned all of us to go have lunch. But I was like, if I don't go videotape these booths, I'm not going to get it done. So, um, so I spent the rest of my afternoon videotaping the booths. And you guys went and had good lunch that I was very jealous of. I had a I had a three hour old hot dog. Hey, you had one of my last Comic Con <laughs> hot dogs. Hot dogs. You um, should have enjoyed it. You should have cherished it. <laughs> so uh, I like Comic Con hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, they were they're fucking good, and they're good for the price, even though they raised them a quarter this year. But uh, after that, we went and hung out with Dan and and uh, Mark at Mark's apartment. This was the first time Dan had ever been to Mark's apartment, even though they live in the same town. Pretty damn close to one another, too. So we had just a good time. We got a late start, and it was a pretty shitty ride home. Neither yeah. one of us could stay awake for, for more, more than, than an, an hour. hour. Yeah. It was hour on, hour off. Yeah, so the person sleeping would get fucking pissed when they got woke yeah. up. And <laughs> we, you know, I'd get woken up after 45 minutes of sleep. I'd be able to drive for maybe an hour. She'd yeah. get waking up after 45 minutes sleep. So the the drive home was during rough the day though it got a little bit easier it's the nighttime drive it makes yeah, it so hard because there's nothing so, to look at yeah and so like i say i i really paid the price man i i couldn't stay up past 11 for the rest of the week um i got a lot of good sleep for your party you know stayed up nice and late for that but yeah, it was I didn't a fucking plate for my party. It was an amazing, amazing time. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had a great, great time. We're probably not going to do BotCon or JoeCon next year. I know we're not going to do JoeCon because that's going to be in May and it's going to be in Rhode Island. So, 
definitely not going to do that. Most likely, BotCon has been tentatively said it's going to be in Tennessee is what the rumors are. So probably not going to do that. But uh, uh, hopefully, through the goodwill of our friend Mark and or Dan, uh, we'll be able to do San Diego Comic-Con next year because they may give us a place to stay. So... Because, again, that, that's a pretty big expense, even with our discount, you know, well. Hey, Dan, you can be like that hotel that you posted up on Facebook. We've got a tent and everything. We just need to have some running water. Yeah, exactly. We just have to shower. <laughs> Showers are mandatory. You get so funky. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back with what, uh, we got. what we got and listener feedback and voicemails, which there's a ton considering we haven't done a fucking podcast in a, in a month, month and a half yeah so uh we'll see you guys in just a second peace 